up? What's up? What's up, everybody? It's the best show. Hi, it's Tom, host of the show. You remember me, right? Right? You remember me? Wait. How about now? There it is. Yeah, welcome to the best show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of the show. And you know what, everybody? We do it the way we do it each and every Tuesday night. We've done it this way since the beginning of time, and we're going to keep doing it until the end of time. And tonight, the phone number is 201-332-3484. And the topic tonight, I'm going to give you a break. You call in, you got problems, you want to talk it through. Tom's going to give you a break. He'll talk you through and give you a break. Rest your head. Rest your, your weary little head. You rest your head. Tom will give you a break. 201-332-3484. We'll talk through it. It'll be a nice night tonight. We're going to have a good time. Good old-fashioned fun. The way you used to have it. Remember? Remember, Mike? And then Mike has some dumb surprise for me that I'm vaguely... It's very troubling. He's way too excited about it. I am not looking forward to it in the slightest. But, uh... God help me. I'm gonna get it. I have no say in the matter. So let's start the best show the way... We start the show each and every week, which is different now, because we do what we want here on the right. Right, Mike? You don't tell me what to do. Get these other shows. They're locked in. You set your watch. You can set your watch to them doing the same thing each and every week. You don't know what we're going to do here. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. We do it the way we want to do it, and we're going to keep doing it. You can't stop us. You've never been able to. Here we go. Yeah, so maybe I don't get invited to the Emmys. whoop de damn do Just like Derek Coleman said, what can you do? I'm in this for the long run, baby. I'm in this for the centuries. This ain't, this ain't a week-to-week thing. You think I'm doing this week-to-week at this point? No. No. This is for the ages. That's what we do here. Best show. Plus, 
understand it, like a giant business in a very short period of time. But we can't allow people to get sick, and we can't have our youth be so affected. And I'm hearing it, and that's how the First Lady got involved. She's got a son together that is a, a beautiful young man, and she feels very, very strongly about it. She's seen it. We're both reading it. A lot of people are reading it. But people are dying. Western Music Fair, August 9, 1967. Judy Garland. And she got a standing ovation after every song. And she brought her daughter on the stage, Liza Minnelli, and Peter Allen was her piano player and her husband. And she sang Cabaret, which she won the Academy Award for a couple of years later, that night in that arena. And she got a standing ovation, Judy Garland. And the last song, she sat on the floor and sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I mean, I never liked, like, I never liked Led Zeppelin. I don't, and I never liked heavy rock. I hate, like, if you ask me, like, those real, like, Grand Funk Railroad or even the crazy mega, you know, the mega death or like, <laughs> crazy ones with the guitars, I hate that stuff. Like Black I, Sabbath? Oh, Black Sabbath. Well, what's the other one that's really ACDC? Yeah, and who's got Enter Sandman? Who's that? Metallica. Metallica. I would never say. If Metallica played my we backyard, I'd draw the blinds. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Okay, I mean, give me a break. I mean, you gotta be. Draw the blood. I mean, man, that's not music. I couldn't even listen to that. Not uh, into that. Okay. 
What do you wear to a Taylor Swift concert? I wore shorts and a shirts and uh, shorts and a t-shirt. It was August. What do you wear to a Taylor Swift concert? I wore shorts and a shirts and uh, shorts and a t-shirt. It was August. Jack in Lakewood, what's up, Jack? Yeah, regarding the situation with Bob Kraft, uh, have you ever engaged in anything like that yourself? First of all, you're a moron for calling up with that nonsense. That's when that, not what you have to call about. Okay, number one. All right, number two, uh, I have not. But you know what? You're just a jerk for even calling up the show and wasting our time with that. Brian in Staten Island, what's up, Brian? Here's something you may not know about me. I haven't paid for a drink in over four years. Everybody out of the channel! Everybody out! If you had to compare yourself with Barry, are you similar? Are you very different? One of the things I found with this character is he couldn't be quite as edgy as the way I played myself on the TV show. No, your podcast is not my podcast. Your podcast is your podcast. My podcast is my podcast. Blacks could feel what he's. I'm not a racist. That's what's so insane about this. I don't. And yet, it's said. It comes through. It fires out of me. And uh, even now, in the in in the in the passion and the, and the, that's here as I as I confront myself.
I have wanted to perform and make people, especially children, happy. I originally built Wally over here for the purpose of doing children's birthday parties. Right. Then I got involved with the best show with Tom Sharpling, and uh, our collective path took a different turn. Indeed. FMU, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Jason from Jersey City. I'm a first-time caller. How are you, Jason? Doing good. Doing good. Very confident for a first-time caller. (laughs) Well, thanks, I guess. I, you know, uh, a little nervous, but... You're on. There were many highlights of that night, but I'll never forget rapping with iced tea. I actually surprised myself I wasn't bad. I don't want to do the show. I don't want to do the show. Tom, host of the best show. We're back again on another Tuesday night here in September of 2019. What's going on, everybody here on a pleasant evening? Nice enough night, Mike? Yeah, right? What's going down, everybody? Phone number 201-332-3484. We're going to give you a break tonight. That's what I'm doing. Giving you a break. Stressful world, man. Tom will give you a break. 
Let's do it. What did we just hear? Pink Fairies song Raceway. Used to be a best show theme. Pre-best show. That might have been pre-best show. Early, early days of kid getting behind the mic doing his thing. Now look at me. Look at me now, right? The best in the biz. Am I the most popular? No, I'm not. I can't. Uh, I can't top what a uh, what a uh, 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 some of these shows like a, 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 a Joe Rogan or a, or a, a Paul Shear, the way they pack them in. Am I doing two nights at the Beacon? No, no, I'm not. But you know what? Five hundred years from now. They'll be saying, I know how this show got made. Ugh, that didn't work. No, everybody do what they do. Yeah, look, man. If you went to the Emmys, I'm happy for you. I'm happy you were there. I ain't never been in the building, man. That's not what I do. I'm here for the for the people, for the slobs, for the animals on the street who need something to get them through the day, for the people who they just look in their lives, they got nothing. They've got lives are so empty and they can't figure anything out to do that when the best show comes on, they're so happy. And it gives them a purpose to live. No, that's not true. That's the... Whatever. I'm just doing the show, man. Why did I play Pink Fairies? Because Larry Wallace, the uh, the driving force of Pink Fairies, died uh, earlier this week. One of the uh, great uh, rock dudes of all time. Had great solo stuff. Police Car is a great record. Pink Fairies are a great band. I used to play that song to kick off the radio show I did all the time. So we honor... Those who have passed, and Larry Wallace, we say rest in peace to you, Larry Wallace. You did it. And also, well, God, I've been getting a lot of people saying, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna make fun of Robert Hunter, guy in the Grateful Dead, the guy who wrote the lyrics for Grateful Dead, passed away today. Today, yeah. So you're gonna rip? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna rip on him. What kind of person do you think I am? Yeah, you're going to rip on him? Yeah, look out. Here I go. Of course not. Because a guy, a, guy, a guy made music that, that ain't my cup of tea? I don't rip on nobody with that. I say rest in peace to Robert Hunter. You made a lot of people happy. That's it. I'm not going to rip on them. What you, seriously, what do people think I'm doing here? Is that what they think this is? Oh, I heard that guy died. Oh, Tom's going to savage him tonight. No, I'm not. This is, the, this is the one of the nicest shows in the biz. This show's got more heart than, than any of these other shows strung together. This show's got heart. We're trying. We got heart here. We care. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Rip on someone. I'm starting the show the way I started it last week. I want to tell you about my friends uh, Stephanie and Ryan who are... uh, Going through a, uh, a, a crisis with uh, some health things. Ryan is uh, dealing with uh, some 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 pretty substantial health issues, and the medical bills are racking up. And uh, they have a GoFundMe set up. And Stephanie, I worked with Stephanie. She's uh, one of the best people I know. And Ryan uh, Wrigley, I got the. This is the thing. Now get this, Mike. I do this last week, right? I get a, I get a reply from Ryan, right? It's one of the sweetest people I know. It's like, yeah, you said my name wrong. Ay, ay, ay. Ryan Wrigley, not Ridgely. Ryan Wrigley. So you go over to GoFundMe.com. You look up Ryan Wrigley, not Ridgely. R-I-G-L-E-Y. And uh, you give what you can. He's a, a sweet guy. Uh, and uh, also, Stephanie uh, needs a job, and she's cool. Again, only a cool job, because she's a cool person. Not that there's, yeah, look, you offer her any job. You drop me a line. Put him in touch. But go to GoFundMe.com. Ryan Wrigley's Brain Anomaly is the the account they have set up so and anybody who gives as well say it's tuesday night right now we'll end whatever we end at wednesday night whoever gave the most between tuesday night and wednesday night i'll send some stuff to how about that like that mike i'll send them some special best show stuff help these guys out who's good here mike mine one my idea good or your idea good both I'm telling you, if this starts off with uh, an 11-minute skit, because Michael also has this thing. He's got some thing, some surprise plan tonight. I am terrified of what he's got up his sleeve. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. 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 This is uh, Lily from New Jersey. Lily from New Jersey. What's up, Lily? Oh gosh, what is it? Um, we still doing uh breaks? Are we still doing it? We just started. Oh my gosh, perfect! Oh stars, okay. All right, what's going on, Lily? What do you, what's going on? Well, I'm a I'm a preschool teacher, um, who works primarily outside, and uh, it just it 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 drives it drives me crazy. Because uh, it's, you know, the kids are cute, but it's not what I want to do. And uh, it just feels like sometimes uh, you know, the, the rest of the school isn't, like, very supportive. 
and uh, physically taxing, and I'm just tired all the time. Sure. How, how long have you yeah. been doing this, Lily? Um, gosh, for a few months now. Um, almost a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you, you kind of, you kind of not. It's not working for you. It's not, but you know, it's it's also like uh, I don't have the luxury to quit right now and not pay rent. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It feels it feels gross to complain about. Don't worry. No. No. I don't know. My knees hurt. Well, let me say this. So. I want to say this to you, Lily, and I want to say it to everybody. I went on. Uh, I went on uh, Twitter. I've been trying to stay off Twitter because it's l- literally the mm-hmm. worst. Right. Yeah, awful. literally the worst. It's like if you wonder how how the world ended up the way it ended up, Twitter was a prime a prime mover in literally electing the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it's the worst. I go on there, and I only I, I try to keep it light now because I've gotten hammered. I got hammered writing uh, uh, memorials to people. Oh. So I go on there and I tweet this thing. I tweet, hey, I'd love to, you know, still haven't found out how to get AP Mike verified on Twitter. Because, look, this guy, yeah. there's real people posing as him on Twitter. It drives me nuts. <laughs> so then yeah. I tweet out, can we get this? I want to get verified on Instagram, get him verified on Twitter. And some guy writes back, first world problems. As if, as if I don't know that, as if I, like, like I can't tell the difference between this and a life or death problem. You don't think I can tell that first world problems. Oh, give me a break, buddy. So this is what I want to say to you, Lily, just because if your problems are not the worst problems, it doesn't mean you don't have problems. You know what I mean? Because you're, yeah. you're you're calling up and you're saying, oh, you know, I I know I have a job and I should, you know, be grateful I got the job. And then, yeah, still could be a problem. Doesn't mean it's the worst problem in the world. You still got a problem, right? Yeah. You're trying. Yeah. Right? You're trying? Yeah. yeah we're, I'll do our best. Yeah. That's it. Look, sure. Well, look, you're, you're out there. You're How old are these kids now? Oh, gosh. Uh, two to four. Two to four. That's a, that's a rough age. Yeah. And how many kids are you accountable for when you're out there? Too many. <laughs> Too many. Um, more well, than should be allowed. Okay. But, well, what if you, you know. what if you look at this as it's way too many? It's too many kids. It's a, it's a hard job. I'm not saying it's an easy job by any stretch. I'm not minimizing this at all. But you look at this yeah. and you say to yourself, "This is temporary." I'm not gonna be yeah. here forever. Maybe I'll enjoy. I'll try to get the get what I can out of this, and, re- and lo- maybe look at some kid's face and uh, laugh because the kid makes you laugh. Yeah. And you just remind yourself it's temporary. And all you do it's is just, you say to yeah. yourself, "I'm gonna figure my next thing out. I'm gonna figure. Maybe I'll put a little more oomph into figuring my next thing out now." Yeah. Because you because you know yeah. you want to change it, right? Oh my gosh, absolutely. But you have a good time. Maybe you figure out a way to have a good time while you're changing it. Yeah, that's a good 
That's a good point. Yeah, you cut Real yourself some point. slack. Give yourself a break here, Lily. Come on. You do, you can uh, do it, right? Feel a little better? Gosh. Yeah, I do. You're a gem. I'll you give feel a little better, a right? Yeah. Good. Dang. All right. You have a Thanks. great night. You too, Tom. Take okay. care. All right. Bye. Who else is good here, Mike? Line two. Is that the one you wanted me to pick up before? Line one. All right, let's go to line one. Best show. Oh, hi, Tom. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Claire from Ireland. Claire from where now? From Ireland. Claire from <laughs> Ireland. Yeah. Claire, what part of Ireland are you in, Claire? I'm in Dublin City. <laughs> Dublin City. Now, can you answer me a question, Claire? I will try. First of all, who's the best band? Who's the best band out of Ireland? Best, uh, best band. The most, <laughs> the most popular band is probably like U2. Or oh, who's the best uh, though? Who's the best? SoCal. I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> My favorite was probably Boyzone, but I was about 12. Boyzone was your favorite. What was your favorite Boyzone song? Oh, God. Uh, Let the Reason Be Love, I think it was called. Fine. So you liked Boyzone. Yeah, but I was a baby. That's fine. You still like it a little bit, though, right? Yeah, sure. If I mean, it... anything that I know all the words to, I think I like. Yeah. So what's going on tonight, Claire? What's 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 on your mind? Yeah, I'm I'm worried I've misinterpreted the topic oh, as more yeah. of an agony uncle thing. Well, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to give you a break on that. I'm going to oh, give you a break you. on that. What did you think the topic was, Claire? Uh, well, give me a break, but I think I've maybe been a bit too serious. So what, what do you I'm want? What, what did you think we were going to do? Because we'll do it. I was hoping I was going to tell you about the bad thing, and then you would say, that's okay. Yeah, let's, okay, well, let's do that. Back to sleep. Tell me. Tell me the bad thing. Because oh, okay. what time is it there? Okay. It's about half past two in the morning. Okay. 2.41. All right. <laughs> so, um, so I'm 35, right? Okay. But today, actually, I'm 35. Oh, my goodness. Happy um, birthday. Thank you. <laughs> it's a weird start, I think. You can tell I'm, like, literally in bed right now. Um, but, yeah, so I've been working in animation since I left college, and I have yet to manage to work out how to kind of balance the kind of six-month contract work with the being horribly unemployed afterwards. Like, I see other people doing it, and I see people, like, working consistently, and I just have not managed to work this out and I don't know how much longer I'm going to survive unless I do work it out. So mm -hmm. working kind out. Of the vibe. So it's hard to you're you're kinda you're kinda caught. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So like every maybe six or eight months I find myself unemployed again mm -hmm. and I kind of have had to wander around and I don't know, it feels like it's more work to like not have a job than it is to have a job. Like when I get a job, it's like, oh, phew, I can relax now for eight months and work hard, you know. Yeah, so it's hard to even, it's, 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 do you find getting the job, by the time you get it, you're, you're slightly exhausted? Yeah, absolutely. Chasing the job, right? Isn't that, isn't that tiring? 
the pursuit yeah, of the job. To, yeah, constantly having to like sell yourself and tell people how great you are, you know, <laughs> convince them to hire you, and then eventually they do, and you can like kind of relax into the job for eight months, have an income. So your dilemma right now is that you are you're tired of the 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 hamster wheel you're you're on. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. what could change that? What would be what would be where would you want to be, Claire? Where would you want to be? You're 35 today. Where would you want to be? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't even think I know anymore. I don't know. First thing that comes to your mind, what is it? Where you'd want to be? Probably just, I probably want to be existing in kind of the, the Friends universe or something. In the universe no of the show Friends. For rent. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. going to, a possibility. Probably not going to happen. I don't know if, I don't know if you're going to be able to live in the world of Friends. Who's your least favorite friend? No. Who's your least favorite friend? We'll say it on Ross. the count of three. Yeah, Ross. Ross. Of course it's Ross. Who's going to say it on the count of three? Ross no one. The worst friend. Do you think anyone likes Ross the most? I think if anyone does like Ross the most, they are the same as Ross and therefore must be soft. What's the worst thing you ever saw Ross do on Friends, Claire? <laughs> I I think I have one I want to say. <laughs> remember when he broke into um, the uh, remember when he broke into the, his ex uh, girlfriend's apartment to get his mm-hmm. shirt back? And um, yeah, and hid behind the couch like a serial killer. Yes. Wasn't that the worst? Like that's yeah. that's that's actionable. That's yeah, he should be at least, you know, going to, not maybe to jail, but to some should, kind of should hearing, have been Yes, exactly. He should have been arrested for that. Yeah. For, he freaked out about the sandwich. That was pretty intense. The sandwich, you mean, uh, well, look, to be fair, uh, Monica made him the sandwich, and she had that middle layer of, of bread the soaked in gravy. Maker. The moist maker, of course. Yeah. The moist maker. <laughs> and then, the, yeah. look, and that I guy, to be... That boss was a piece of garbage, too, where he's just like, oh, I didn't realize it was your sandwich. And then he's like, didn't you see the note? Like, he's right on that one. I got to say, he's yeah. right on that You just yeah, don't eat food. Yeah. First of all, if I was at work, I could not imagine eating anything that I didn't know what it was in the refrigerator. Mm. Could you imagine you just saw a thing and you didn't know whose it was or what it was and you just started eating it? What is it? What what what, what happened? Did a did a, a bomb go off? A nuclear bomb go off? And you're just eating what's left on the thing? That's the only thing that would make me eat what was in a refrigerator if I didn't know what it was. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Now that guy, <laughs> I'm gonna have to overrule you on this one. That a worse friend is the boss of Ross. Ross's boss was worse than Ross. Yeah. Ross's boss was worse than Ross. Sounds like oh, a sounds like a little that could uh, be a, a t-shirt for for meet my friends the friends. Yes, which is coming back <laughs> in two thousand twenty nine. No, it's coming back soon. So, um, tell tell me, Claire, what would well, you can't if you, it's ruling out you living in the world of friends? Mm. <laughs> what can we? What can we? What can we see you do here? What would be you? You want to keep doing this animation? You you still have fun doing it? Yeah, I love it when I can do it. I do it a lot, but mm-hmm. it's, it's the one thing between jobs. Well, what about this? What if you did this? What if you did this? Is it's it's part of your frustration that you don't have a creative outlet of your own? Was that frustrating? Would no, that? I'm, I'm, I mean, I can I can just sit and draw all day, <laughs> better or not. Yeah. YouTube, but... Well, 
I maybe you just. I don't know on this one. You might just have to relax and just be like, yeah, you know, if you enjoy drawing the stuff, you just, you draw it, you do the work, you do the job, and maybe you don't take it home and you just, you focus on some of your extracurricular interests. How about that? Would that help you? Yeah. Lean into that a little bit more. Don't define yourself by work. Yeah. You're right. Leave it at work. (laughs) Leave work at work. You go home. And you just, you get, you have at least, then you live your life when you get out of there. How about that? What if you start thinking about it that way? Yeah, that's excellent advice, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's what you're going to do, okay? Thank you. I'm glad I set an alarm to wake me up at 2 a.m. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did too. And again, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs> Claire, checking in from Ireland. Who's good here, Mike? Line two. Mike likes line two. Best show, hi. Hi. Hello, hi. To whom am I speaking? What? Who's this? Mariah. Mariah. Your name is Mariah? Yes. How are you tonight, Mariah? Good. Let me, can I guess... I'm going to guess you are under 21 years old. Yes. You are. Yeah. But I'm going to say you are over two years old. You're over two. You're not two. You're older. You're way older than two, right? Yes. I'm going to say you're older than five. Yes. But I'm going to say you're younger than nine. Yes. I'm going to say you're younger than eight. Yes. Oh, so we're looking at you are either five, six, or seven, huh? Yes. Which one do you think it is? Um, seven. You're seven. Which yeah. means you are in high school, right? You're in high school? No. You're not? No. No? You're not in high school? No, I'm in second grade. Second grade? Oh, yes. my goodness. Now, now, Mariah, what's your favorite thing to do in school? Eat lunch? Um, you like eating lunch at school? Um, I like... Riding the bus home because I get to talk with my friends. Oh, that's fun. You like riding the bus home. So you like riding the bus home. You like riding the bus to school? Yes. So you ride the, you like riding the bus to school and you like riding the bus home. You know, there's all kind of things in the middle there, right? <laughs> Called school. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you could have it your way, you would never get off the bus. Yes. You'd stay on the bus all day long? No. No? No. I would probably go to school and do reading right away. Okay. Do you like... That's what we do. Now with lunch, let's talk about your lunch, right? Yes. Do you have lunch at school? Do you get a packed lunch? Do you bring lunch with you? 
Sometimes I get home lunch and sometimes I get school lunch. Now with this home lunch, who packs that home lunch for you? My mom. Your mom? Yeah. Does she do what does she put some good snacks in there for you? Yeah. Like what's a good snack? Um pretzels. Okay. And sometimes alphabet cookies. Alphabet cookies. Yeah, they're like crackers, but um, kind of like. Wait, these are not in the shape of letters, though. They're like squares, and they have letter um, carvings on them. Okay, so they have the letters written on the cookies. Yes. Now, of all the letters in the alphabet, what's your favorite letter? I think I know what it is. Let's both say it on the count of three. You ready? One, two, three. M. Yes. I got it. M. Yes, you did. Yes, is the first letter of my name. I know. I figured that out. Yeah. So what made you call tonight? Um, Who's, there? I don't... Who's there with you? I hear someone in the background. Who is that? My dad. Your dad? What's your dad's yeah. name? Rob. Rob. But you call him dad, though, right? You don't call him Rob? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Until tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I want you to say. You repeat after me, okay? Mariah, you ready? Okay. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Go get me some alphabet cookies. And I'd say, well, I don't, I don't, I don't see those cookies yet. What's the holdup? Um, you can't get me cookies. You can say, hey, Rob, go get me some alphabet cookies and make it snappy. Okay, say that. <laughs> hey, Rob, go get me some alphabet cookies and make it snappy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he went down the hall. Yeah, he did. He's going to get those cookies. You told him what to do. Yeah. He's paying I don't attention. know if he's actually going to get them, but yeah. Oh, no. I hope he doesn't come back. What if he comes back and he's, uh, right? When he comes back, he's got worms. Ew. You'd eat uh, the worms. You'd eat the worms. What? You'd eat the worms. So if he came back and brought worms, you'd eat them, right? No. You wouldn't? <laughs> no, I just threw me some. They have an owl on the front. You have an owl in the front? The front of your house, you have an owl? No. What? On the package of the alphabet cookie, there's an owl. Oh, okay. What are you going to be for Halloween? Um, I haven't decided yet, but I think I'm going to be an artist. An artist. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want to be when I grow up. You want to be an artist when you grow up. What kind of artist would you like to be? That's very exciting. Like, I kind of want to make like collages. Okay, out of what? Like out of out of out of pictures you cut out of out of things? 
pictures I cut out of out of magazines. Okay. Do you make collages now? Um, not very much, but I do want to. Well, this is what I think it's time for you to make some collages. So this is what you got to say. Hey, Rob. What? Say, hey, Rob. <laughs> hey, Rob. We're going to make collages tomorrow. You got a problem I'm with that? Make We're going to make collages tomorrow. You got a problem with that? <laughs> now, just say it all straight through. Hey, Rob, we're going to make collages tomorrow. You got a problem with that? There you go. All right, Mariah. It's probably bedtime, right? Yes. All right, well, you go to bed, and then tomorrow you make a collage. How about that? Okay. What's your favorite radio show ever? I don't really know. I oh. Ay, 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 the one that just had you on for 45 minutes. Come on, Mariah. <laughs> All right, you go to bed. Bye. Bye. Can't win, Mike. I can't win. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom, how you doing? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Vape from Touchdown City. Vape from Touchdown City, one of the rebranded callers. You used to be first. like Keith or something? Uh, John. John, yeah. John but from Kansas City or something? Can, were you from Kansas, from Iowa or something? <laughs> yeah, Wichita. Wichita. What's the best song about Wichita? Right? I am a lineman for the county, right? And I drive the main road. You don't know that song? No. And you're from Wichita. Well, I haven't lived here my whole life, but you should. If you're there for five minutes, you got to know Wichita lineman. <laughs> okay. In the Wichita. Oh my God! You don't know Wichita lineman. I'm sorry. Jeepers, creepers, what's going on? I didn't think they'd let you into Wichita without knowing that song. <laughs> well, uh, you've been talking the last few weeks about how uh, the no worries thing, right? Yeah, go ahead. I've been talking about no worries that a lot of people say no worries instead of you're welcome. Right. And uh, I think it made me realize we've got an even worse version of that here in the Midwest. What's that? It's where they say uh, you're fine. Now, how would that go? If I was a customer at a store, you'd be behind the counter, and I'd say, um, "Yeah, I'd like to buy this uh, this uh, this sandwich, please." And then you'd um, say, "What now?" Wait, you're the customer, and you said that. You tell me who says you're fine. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, it's like when something goes a little bit weird. It would be like. Uh... When you just reflexively say, oh, sorry, then they say, you're fine. And okay. it just kind of rubs me the wrong way compared to, like, it's fine or no problem or anything mm -hmm. like that. Because it's it's talking about you like it's presumptuous. Because you were not questioning whether you were fine. That's what you're saying. Right. And like, you want to just go, like, yeah, I am fine. I know that. Yeah, exactly. And, no, that, uh, I don't yeah. like that one. I don't like, you're fine. 
Okay, good. I'm glad that you understand. I like that vape. You're thinking, vape. Yeah. can't believe you don't know Wichita Lineman. Do you know who sings it? Um, Guess. No. I just want to hear who you think sings Wichita Lineman. Okay, who I think sings is Bruce Springsteen. Okay. You're wrong. Oh. Who does uh, sing it? Should I have gonna, more guesses? You're going to have to find out. Oh, okay. Yourself. you got some homework to do, vape. Okay. Anything else, Chief? Uh, I had one for the topic, actually. All right. What do you got? So I'm kind of a hypochondriac. Okay. And the thing about being a hypochondriac is knowing you are one doesn't help you stop being one. No. <laughs> because you always think this next thing, okay, this thing is for real, though. And, yeah. And uh, exactly. my current thing is that, wow, it's, it's going to sound weird because I haven't done it at all during this call, but I feel, what? I didn't say anything. Oh, sorry. Um, I feel like I'm slurring my speech a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I will uh, say a W instead of an R or just uh, a T instead of a TH. Like, like what's, a, what's, what's a word that you feel you, you uh, don't do a good job with? Uh, okay. Well, if I was saying relationship mm-hmm. when I was <laughs> like this, I would say relationship. Relationship. Right. That's what you think you're saying? Well, that's what I think I'm going to say. And that's, like, this even affects me when I'm reading something. When I'm reading the words, I find myself trying to think how I would say it, and it just sounds totally wrong okay. and, uh, like, mush-mouthed. And I, I don't know why this is. It's just been happening for the past couple of days. All right. Is it something you, is it, this is a new thing? This is literally the last couple of days you've noticed it? Yeah. I, I think it might just be, you know, psychosomatic or I'm psyching myself out or something. Mm-hmm. Because it, have you noticed any, like, slurring as I've been talking to you? Absolutely not. Okay. No. So, I got to yeah, say, I, I think it's uh, psychosomatic, uh, dramatic, insane from you. Psychosomatic, dramatic, insane. I got to say, you're the wit. You're the, you're, what's that song? Mm, right? You're that song. Oh, God, you're doing it. Twice you're doing this to me? Psychosomatic, dramatic, insane, right? You go, come with me now, right? You're the victim, you're the victim, oh, right? Prodigy, <laughs> you remember that? No. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sorry. Firestarter, you don't remember Firestarter? Oh, well, yeah, I do know that song. I just yeah, didn't remember that part of it. Do. I only remember, I'm a Firestarter, twisted Firestarter. There you go. I'll but. say this to you, vape. Okay. If you feel you're slurring your words or whatever, yeah, I understood you perfectly. If you if you if you're slurring a few words, if you actually catch yourself doing it, you try to you just try to improve it. It's not the end of the world. You slur a word, nobody cares. It's only in your own head that's rattling around like it's like it's uh, something to be judged by. <laughs> Nobody's judging you by that. Okay, thanks. That does. And if you want to improve it, you improve it. If you if you if if it slips or whatever, then it slips. No, you're the only one judging yourself about this. All right. Give yourself a break, vape. I will. All right, vape. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. Good old vape. Vape gets it. Right, Mike. I am a lineman for the county 
And I drive the main road Searching in the sun for another overload I hear you singing in the wire I can hear you through the wine And the Wichita lineman Best show. Hi, this is Liz from New Jersey. Liz or Liz? Liz. Liz. L i s s. L i s s. Yes. How are you, Liz? Uh, I'm stressed, Tom. You're stressed out. Where? Where? What part of New Jersey in Liz? Uh, Union County. Union County. So you're uh, near Route 22 there. I am. You near that? Uh, Drive past that Chick-fil-A? I know. I didn't know there was one on there, actually. Route 22? Yeah, in that area. You know that area of uh, Springfield? Yeah. With the the, the most unnavigatable part of uh, the planet? Yes. Yes, I do. It's the nonstop island in the middle that people are slowing down in the left lane? Yes. To turn off at? Yes. What's your favorite thing about that stretch, Liz? Um... Saporito's pizza? Um, maybe the Cadoba. Ah, the Cadoba. You yeah. know, you know what's right along that stretch is the dumb vape shop that I bought the thing from that broke after three uses. I did not know that. Yeah, used to be next to where the Jimmy John's was. Oh, okay. Might actually be where the Jimmy John's was. Okay. So, Liz, tell me what's wrong. Um... So I go to school for theater tech, and I am a props master for our first show, which is opening October 11th. And there's, so it's about like two and a half weeks away, and there's just um, a lot to build and a lot to do in that time, and I'm afraid I won't get it done. Okay. So I've been uh, kind of having panic attacks every day. Sure. Yeah. Well, Liz... First thing I'm going to tell you, you give yourself a break on this one. Okay. Okay? You're going to get it done. Yeah. This is what you do. This is my advice to you, Liz. Yes. Get out a nice, fresh, clean piece of paper with nothing on it, right? Okay. You draw a line down the, you draw a vertical line down the, down, down the middle of the page, right? Okay. You can make two, it's two columns now. One of the things that I think is getting to you, you're thinking about this whole thing as one gigantic thing. Mm-hmm. Break it down into pieces, Liz. Okay. That way it doesn't feel like a giant million-pound weight hanging over your head. Yeah. You break it down to pieces, you can figure out how to take it piece by piece. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then on the other side, you're going to write out who can help you. Okay. You need help with this? You ask for help. You got people who'll help you, right? I do. Or do they know you need the help? Um, some of them do. Well, it's time for you to tell all of them to the point, I need help with this. If we're going to do this show the way we need to do it and the way we want to do it, please, let's, please help. And you're not doing, they're not doing you a favor. Everybody's in this together. Everybody wants a show to be good, right? Yeah. So you just tell them, it's like, hey. 
I'm up against it here. I need some help. Yeah. And you write out what needs to be done, and you figure out who can help you do it. Okay. And that yeah. way it's not all on your shoulders. Yeah. I mean, I do have an assistant. Okay. Then yeah. Have you made this clear to your assistant? Um, I've been trying to. I don't think they really grasp the gravity of the situation. Well, can you sit? Can you sit? Your assistant sit down with your assistant. Say like, "Hey, can we go get some coffee or something and sit down and go like, hey, this is where we're at," and just yeah. lay lay the facts out. Yeah. Just lay them out and say, "This is the reality of this." Let's. How can we make this happen? Yeah. Rather than keeping it vague and hoping maybe they understand, maybe they know, maybe they don't, just tell them. Tell your assistant. That's okay. why they're there. That let the assist part of assistant. That's why they're called assistants, Liz. I know. So let them assist. They probably want to assist you. Yeah. So let them give them some clarity, and they'll do the best they can. All right. Yeah, I need I need to be better with communication. Yeah. I know that. And if is that is that not something you're great at? Um. Well, when I get nervous, I kind of recede into myself and uh, try to just keep my head down and pretend everything's okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, you're going to have to do the opposite of that just even yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. So you know what you do? You pretend yeah. for 30 seconds, Liz. Mm -hmm. You just pretend you're somebody else. Okay. Just say, like, how would somebody, how would somebody who you've seen be an extrovert who can handle moments like that, what would they say to kick off a, a thing to make their point? You've seen people do that, right? Yeah. So you just replicate what they do for 30 seconds. Okay. And then after that, it takes over, and then you then you can be you, but the ball's rolling. Yeah. Does any of this make sense? It it does, and it uh it helps. Just talk, and your assistant probably wants to help so badly. Mm -hmm. Do you like the assistant? I do. Uh, they're very quiet, but they're nice. Well, then, then you 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 say like, why don't we go? Hey, you want to go eat lunch or whatever? However, you can talk to to them, and just mm -hmm. and just make your point in a in a yeah. friendly, positive way. That's what you do. That's what I would say. And you just realize this is not all on your shoulders. You're going to do a show. It's a team effort. So yeah. let the team let the team be the team. Yeah. Okay? Okay. And Liz? Yeah? Give yourself a break. Thanks. You a little better? Yeah, I feel like I've gotten it off my chest. Good. All right. Yeah. All right, you have a great night. You too. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Bye. Mike's got some dumb thing he wants to bring in. Do you have it, Mike? It's not ready yet. Yeah, yeah. What's this guy doing out there? I don't know. Don't apologize. I'm the fire starter. Dramatic fire starter. Besho, hi. Hi. Uh, is this Tom? Yes, it is. Hi. Uh, this is Gary out in Brooklyn. How are you doing tonight? Gary in Brooklyn. Where are you in Brooklyn, Gary? I'm in Bed Stuy, right off the G. All right. You know's um, out there. You know's out there. Fred from Honolulu. Oh, I, I, I've heard some things about him. 
Um, I've I've heard what he, was this Goodfellas? Like was this Goodfellas? You've heard things. <laughs> I've heard things. I've heard things. Fred from Honolulu. Oh, man. He's a good guy, Fred from Honolulu. Mm. Mad. He's always mad. <laughs> you know to calm him down if, if somebody gave him the dream. You know what his dream job is to be mis- to be Mister Met. Mister Met, as in as in the Mets mascot. Yeah, is there a different Mr. Met? I, I don't know. And, and maybe. I don't know. Nah, he should be. But Fred wants to be Mr. Met. I'd let him be Mr. Met. It's kind of like when uh, it's kind of like when George W. Bush wanted to run baseball. They should have just given it to him. He wouldn't have been such a problem to the planet, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, or, that, that is one, that's one way we could revise history for the better. If I had a time machine, I'd go back in history and I would just employ... These monsters, not that Fred's a monster, that sounds bad. He's not. He's a dreamboat of a guy. I love him. I love this guy. But I would go back in time, and I would give bad people the dream job so they wouldn't be a problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Do you you think... You sign Fidel Castro as a pitcher, right? Sure, Mm -hmm. you want to pitch for the Cubs? You're in the rotation. George W. Bush, you want to be uh, you want to be commissioner of baseball? Go for it. Glenn Beck wants to be a z- morning zoo DJ. You give him the gig, right? Yeah. And Fred from I, I, Honolulu, I make him Mister Met. He'd be the first Mister Met that would ignore all the white kids. <laughs> People would be just like, "Why did Mister Met didn't come over to my son? He shoved my son." Uh, yeah, I do wonder uh, how George W. Bush would run baseball. That that's an interesting alternate history that I would like to see. Yeah, he probably would have declared war on the NBA <laughs> preemptively, right? Preemptive that's, strike. That's, that sounds they're, logical. He that's, would have declared war on the NBA. They're going to take. They're going to take our. Uh, they're going to attack us. <laughs> you can look at you see uh, you, you guys see uh, Mark McGuire coming at, coming into uh, Madison Square Garden with a bat. Isn't it funny you think about like this baseball kind of sucks, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, like I was a fan when I was a kid, but not so much anymore. Yeah, They're the only people who can be fans of baseball are are, are kids and and drunk people, <laughs> or these old old guys who who sit there in the baseball in the stands with a little pencil, like a little miniature golf pencil, writing in the score in the program. Six inning a strikeout. I, I I'm not like a huge sports guy, but specifically with baseball, like I I don't understand how like a lot of these like radio shows that go over all the stats and stuff are entertaining at all. I just find it it's insanely boring. Yeah, me too. But the thing is, like baseball is boring. It sucks. Yeah. But you think about like you think about like a hero in the NBA, right? You think about a guy like LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. This guy's like a like a a physical. Uh, he's like a like a like a like a, a god, basically. Mm-hmm. He can do it. Or, then you think about baseball and like who a hero in that is, and it's like like John Crook, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like a guy, a guy who you'd you'd think would be only be a hero at like the the uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest, mm. could be a baseball player. 
I'm that guy Joey Ch- that guy Joey Chestnut is in too good a shape to be a baseball player. <laughs> the guy who eats ninety nine hot dogs. Mm-hmm. He's in too good a shape to be a baseball player. Uh, I'm kind of scared to go back to revisit a lot of my heroes from when I was a kid in baseball because God knows what I'll find because I haven't paid attention since probably like the late 90s. Like who's um, a hero? Who's a hero of yours in general? Who in, in your life right now is a hero other than me? Like just uh, other than you. Other than um, me. Just in general, not even in baseball? Yeah, in any way, anything. Who? Oh, man. Um, well, me and then who else? Yeah. I just love a lot of – I'm into animation – uh, so I love a lot of animators, and um, specifically right now, oh, that's really tough. Uh, it's really, really tough. Uh, just right. basically anybody who's running stuff at, like, running TV shows at Disney or Cartoon Network is, is okay, pretty so high on my list right now. Okay, good. Those are your yeah. heroes. So it's me and then people with cartoons. Um, exactly. So what, who is a baseball hero of yours? I liked Ken Griffey Jr. as a kid. Okay, um, he, seems, he seems cool. Right? Yeah. That seems all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So what made you call tonight? Uh, well, I had something for the topic, but then I also had uh, a little bit of an aside. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about bands that had uh, their name as a song and their name as an album all in one. Um, and I, I wanted to add one to that. Uh, Living in a Box from the 80s. All uh, had a uh, band name, a song name, and the album name all in one. Um, so that's another one. Living in a Box. That's where I forgot about Living in a Box. I think a lot of people do. Good one. So, so the only ones we have so far are Black Sabbath, Bad Company, Living in a Box, The Beatles, and who else? I don't know. I forgot one. Wasn't there another one, one, Mike? This guy's not paying attention. Oh, hey, Mike, in here we're doing the best show. You should, you should check it out at some point. What's this? Guy's too busy eating his food out there. What'd you get for food tonight? Oh, beef bolognese. Hmm. Great. No pizza? Nah, I didn't get pizza this week. That's all right. Nah, I don't like pizza anyway. That's all right. Maybe I'll just lick the beef bolognese container. The lid. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You got me a cheese calzone. Do you think, wouldn't it have been, wasn't it a missed opportunity, speaking of baseball, for Cal Ripken to not have had a calzone? Like, for you that know, not to have been a thing? Like, how wasn't that a thing when I think about it? I don't it. know. How was there not a thing when they would be at the games that Cal Ripken would not have, like, a section of the stadium called the calzone? That only sold calzones, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, did calzones ever have like a surge in popularity at one point? But I, maybe he just missed the boat. Didn't think it was a good venture. Somebody had to have proposed to him a calzone business. There's no way that that was not presented to Cal Ripken Jr., the baseball superstar, to be like, Cal, we got an idea for you. Your name is Cal, of course, and you're familiar with the food calzones. I think you see where we're going with this, Cal. We want to open up a store called the Calzone, and everybody enters, they go into the Calzone, and they get a Calzone, and 
your face is burned onto every calzone. <laughs> and people eat your face. They smear sauce all over it. There's got to be a restaurant that does that out there. Like, there's got to be some kind of restaurant that has that as, like, a specialty, I feel like, somewhere. In Baltimore? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Odds, odds would I'd be in favor of that actually being a thing, I think. What would you like rather, you said, what would you rather, what if they had the Baltimore restaurant where you get a calzone, right, a Cal Ripken calzone, and then for a beverage you order, like, a, a glass of John Waters, Right? <laughs> right? I'd be down with that. That's great. Do you think Cal Ripken has ever met John Waters? Being they're both from, they're both Baltimore. Cal Ripken was in Baltimore for 25 years playing. John Waters has been in Baltimore his whole life. Has John Waters ever met Cal Ripken? I'm going to say no. I feel like maybe at like a charity event in Baltimore, maybe, but like that's pushing it, I think. What do you think, Mike? That would be the only circumstance. Pat? What do you think, Pat? Pat says yes. Anyone can prove this. If anyone can dig up a picture of Cal Ripken and John Waters together, I want to see it. So what do you got for me tonight, Chief? What's wrong? Uh, you got something? You get stressed out? You need a break? What's wrong? Yeah. Um. You know, I, I, I was thinking about, like, you know, I, I have really bad anxiety, and I think a lot of that stems from... Um, kind of growing up and being the annoying one among my friends. And I feel like that's still something I deal with today. Wait, you're like the annoying one? What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just making it. Uh, yeah. What's your you name know, again? I, What's your name again? Gary. 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 Yeah. Gary. All right, Gary. With two R's? Uh, just one. Good. Okay. I was gonna, first thing I was going to do was tell you to ditch that second R. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've just. I've just always kind of had this, like, sneaking suspicion, even though, you know, I've approached friends about it and asked, hey, do you think I'm annoying? Um, they're always like, no. But I've, you know, growing up with ADHD, I was mm-hmm. very, I was a very spastic kid, um, and I've kind of learned to manage it way better. Um, but, yeah, I just, I always, I always felt like I was the, I always feel like I'm the annoying one. I always feel like I talk too much, or I always feel like I, uh, you know, right, talk too right, loud right. or harp on a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. well, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say to you, Gary. Mm-hmm. You sitting there right now, how many friends do you have that are great friends? How many friends do you have are great friends? I think, like, super close friends. I probably have, like, 10, 12 great friends. That's unbelievable. That's an unbelievable amount of friends. So clearly it's not true what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I, I, you know, I try to rationalize with myself that, like, hey, I have a crew, like, uh, kind of acquired this cool subset of people that are into the same things I'm into. But, you know, like I said, I think a lot of it stems from just kind of growing up and and being pulled out and stuff like that. And that's something that kind of never leaves. Yeah, I get you. I've I've learned to kind of manage it, yeah. This is what I'm going to say to you, Gary. Who are the people that made you feel bad about this? I think it, I honestly think, I, I, so for a living, well, not for a living, but like my passion right now is writing cartoons. Okay. And, you know, sometimes you put something out there and, you you know, you'll you'll go into like, uh, I, I use this thing called Discord, which is a lot like Skype. You go into a server in Skype and you kind of, you know, in, in, your, in these communities and you see like, 
oh, this person, you know, this person's calling you talentless or something like that. And, you know, this is like one in like a hundred people that will do this. But every time I see something like that, I just like, I'm like, oh God. Uh, right, well, and like, but these are, but this is it. You don't know. Do you know these people? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know that. Then person. what do you care? And, you then what do you care? It stops there. It stops there, buddy. It's hard to, I know it's easier said than done, but it stops there. Yeah. It's a good point. A, think about the people you know. Do they think you're talentless? No. Of course no, not. Because they know you're not. Fully support me. They yeah. know you're not talentless. These people don't know you. They'll say anything. They don't care what they say. Again, they're bad people. Yeah. They say anything. Have you ever said anything uh, mean about anybody online that you didn't know? It's okay. I'm not judging. I'm not judging you if you did. No, I mean, like, if it's, I don't think I'd ever said anything mean. It may be critical, not mean. Yeah. I don't think I would ever come okay. out and, like, lash out now. So then, but you know what it's like. Somebody could write a thing. Maybe they went too far or whatever. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You've been close to the line. Maybe you didn't cross it. Maybe you did. You know what it's like, buddy. Let it go. You don't hold you, 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 you hold yourself to a high, you're holding yourself to a, a rougher standard than you, than anybody else. So you know what you do, Gary? Give yourself a break. All right? I'll try. I'll try. You're doing all right, buddy. You're doing Thanks. all right. You called in, you did a great job. You didn't, you didn't annoy me. You didn't talk over me. You didn't, you hear this show and you hear how many people talk over me and ruin the calls. You didn't do that. So you didn't, the thing you're worried about, you didn't do it with me. That's a, it's true. Yeah. Very true. Give yourself a break. (laughs) All right. Have a good night. All right. Bye. Have a good night. How's your beef bowling knees, Mike? Heavy. Great. Great. That's what we need. That's what we need for the second half of the show. It's got to be Logie. Be all posted up out there like he's going to run a marathon. I run no marathon. So I was at a diner the other day. I go to this diner, and I'm eating at the diner, and I listen to the table behind me. I never heard anything like this in my life. The 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 uh, the uh, uh, server comes over, waitress, server. I don't know what you call. What's the proper thing? I don't know. She comes over. Brings the food over. She's breaking her back to take care of everybody. It's one of these diners where they are, are understaffed, and then everybody gets mad at the 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 employees. Get mad at the cheapskate behind the counter, the guy behind the register. That's a tightwad you gotta get mad at. Not these not these poor uh, these ser- serving staff run around trying to make everybody happy. So you, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm at this, I'm listening to this table and the, the waitress comes over, drops food down, sets it down. She's, I got you this, I got you this. She's really accommodating. Then I hear this kid, he could, this kid could not have been, this kid, if this kid was nine years old, this kid was older than nine, I'll, I'll eat my hat. 
This kid starts complaining. This bacon is not crispy enough. And this kid has this kid brings the calls the waitress over. Excuse me. This bacon is not crispy enough. I never saw anything like it in my life. Look, maybe the bacon's not crispy enough. That's fine. But this kid was running things. Excuse me, this bacon is not crispy enough. So she brings the bacon back into the kitchen. Comes back with the bacon a few minutes later. Mm, kid like evaluates it. Then at this table, no joke. The guy at the table says to the waitress. I wrote this down. I wrote it down in the moment. What do you think I'm going to ask you for? It's not a million dollars, I assure you. Then he does this extended beat as if he's, uh, as if he's doing that, what do you think, it's a David Mamet play? Riding the drama of the moment? He goes, what do you think I'm going to ask you for? It's not a million dollars, I assure you. It's mayonnaise. And then she goes and gets him like a little cup of mayonnaise, one of those little paper cups of mayonnaise. And he keeps talking while she's gone. He's like, well, I've been coming here for years. But he's like, she loves me. <laughs> he said she lo like, like he thought this was like a funny exchange. She was not laughing, dude. What do you think I'm going to ask you for? Well, it's not a million dollars, I assure you. It's mayonnaise. What is wrong with people? Excuse me, this bacon is not crispy enough. You know what I do? Go do your homework. If I was a waitress, I'd dump the bacon on the kid's head. Give the kid a swirly. Drag him into the bathroom, give him a swirly. Best show. Ah, hi, Tom. This hi. is Amelia from Australia. Amelia? Yep, from uh, Australia. <laughs> Amelia in Australia. Let me guess what time it is there, Amelia. Let me say it is. Hold on. I'm going to say it is 12.35. Pretty much, yep. <laughs> right? Lunchtime. I've just, just looked at the clock and realized that I probably should be giving my kids some lunch right about now. <laughs> So what's going on? Where where in Australia are you, Amelia? Perth? In Perth? Uh, I'm a bit outside of Melbourne. Um, yeah, in Uluru? No, you live on um, Uluru? No. You live in the Sydney Opera well, House? I wouldn't want to live on it. <laughs> do you live in the Sydney Opera House? Where do you live? I live near Hanging Rock. Did you, ever have, a, did you ever have a picnic at Hanging Rock? Uh, no, I've had a walk at Hanging Rock, but I haven't actually taken a picnic up. Now, when people um, do that dingo thing, that drives you nuts, right? Well, it hasn't happened to me um, personally. <laughs> so, I don't know. I reckon it'd be pretty funny if they did, though. Now, what if the if I was to have the ding if I was to fight the dingo with my baby, right? Why don't you just go get the guy with the knife, right? Now, that's a knife. Why doesn't he fight the dingo? Oh, that's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, tell him, <laughs> yeah okay. That's a knife. Go yeah. chase that dingo. 
my son, um, Cole, who's 10, just heard me say that, and he, there's a really funny video of him when he was about two, sitting on the kitchen bench, playing with a knife, and at the time <laughs> he had taken to doing a little bit of a twang on the end of his vowels like that, like saying life instead of life and knife. I'm <laughs> so going to back this up, though. I want to back this up to the idea that a two-year-old was playing with a knife. He had a butter knife. He had a butter knife. Sure. I'm going to – I think you're – I don't think this was a butter knife. I'm going to say this was a, a, not a not a huge machete. Probably a steak knife, though. You can admit it. It was a steak knife? Uh, can't quite remember, but we might <laughs> yeah, have done something re- for the purposes of the video. <laughs> sure, of course. Can't remember yeah. what kind of knife you had your two-year-old playing with. Yeah, you know. We're tough. We're tough here in Australia. <laughs> So what's going on tonight? Well, um, we had a funny moment last night where um, the kids were sitting around at dinner and um, my daughter started with a bit of a rendition of um, Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz, which was very much in the tone <laughs> that we could remember you doing it. One of the worst songs ever. It might be yeah. the worst song ever. Yeah. Yeah, and um, they I want to not, not... get away. I want to fly away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all that happens in it. <laughs> she had a she had a cheek smushed up against her hand and looked like she was just so over everything in life and was just droning it out exactly like that, <laughs> which is pretty classic. I wish that I could fly up in the sky. <laughs> I want to get away. I want to fly away. Yeah. yeah. So, so your child was yeah. doing that. Yeah, and they were both doing it. So my beautiful partner, Joseph, said to me, can you please call Tom tomorrow and get the kids to do that for Tom? Well, get the kids so, to do it. Where's the kids? They're right here. I'll have to chuck them on speaker. Just hang on a sec. All right. Uh, hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Who do we have there? You're on the radio. Hi. Hi, say your names, please. Raya. Cool. Did you get that? I did. I heard there's a song you want to sing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to have a go? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, just just sing it because that's that's how it was good. I wanna get away. I wanna fly away. Yeah. Keep going. One more time. Make, make it really annoying. Make it really annoying this time. Go. Well, that's fantastic. Um, should we stage it live? <laughs> What's that? Uh, should we do it? Should we do a live performance? Yeah, one more. Let's hear it one more time. Really annoying this time. Well, that was truly special, guys. 
right. Well, you have a great night. Is, is there anything, a great day? It's night here. It's day there. It is a daytime here, yeah. All right. Well, I, um, I do have something for the topic now that I'm sure. here. I don't know if what I do you have? Let's hear it. What do you got? What do you don't indulge me. Yeah, of course. Of um, course. Well, I was just wondering whether or not it qualifies to... In, try and encourage my um, long-suffering partner to um, have a break. <laughs> Does that would that come under your? Uh, he needs a break. You know, the banner of yeah, totally. All right, yeah. what's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong here? Well, we've had a pretty um, pretty intense time over the last few years, and I've been not great myself, but I've sort of come out of that which is really fantastic um he's just been an amazing support and um gives you know 150,000 percent of himself all the time he's actually a primary school music teacher so he well i can hear the great job he's done uh with the children yeah he must really be good at his job with that rendition of (laughs) fly away that i just heard well, he's not responsible for that, but uh <laughs> So what can we what can you do to give him a break? What what is is well, he stressed I, I out? I just wanted to, to enlist your help in he's the kind of person who will just do and do and do and do and if you try and tell him to take some time for himself, he kind of just won't. Mm-hmm. So I just thought if you if you listen to anyone, he's such a huge fan of you and the show. Oh, that's sweet. I thought well, this is what I will, I'll tell, I'm going to tell him this. Yeah. This is what I'm going to say to you first, though. Okay. Why don't you, if you get, if you, you, if you, what if you forced him to take a break by getting some, some, like, like arranging some activity that he had to do? Like it was like a <laughs> scheduled thing, like some kind of fun thing that was just, it wasn't like, hey, why don't you take it easy? You're like, no, why don't you go do this? Because I already set it up. Right. And then yeah. then it's yeah. not an optional thing that he can keep putting off. That's true. That's true. Isn't I reckon that... I could do that. Yeah. Short term. Yeah, try that. Why don't Definitely. you try that? And then... Uh, yep. What's his name? Joseph. Joseph. When you're listening to this later. You gotta know your limits, Joseph. You're not Superman. Joseph, you gotta calm down, buddy. You gotta give yourself a chance. What's going on in the background there? That? <laughs> the kids are still going at it. They're with still the singing it. <laughs> well, this is what I think you should do. You get him to relax. You get him to lay down, close his eyes, maybe put like little cucumber slices on his eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you get the kids, and they sing "Fly Away," <laughs> and until until he falls asleep. You see what he has to live with here. I do. <laughs> well, go, why don't you set something up for him? Why don't you ta- if you took the reins on it and made it so he could relax? How about that? Yeah. Well, I, I have been I have been trying, but I just thought. You know, a little bit of a few extra nudges. Then you tell him, Tom said, relax. It's time to give yourself a break, Joseph. (laughs) All right? Yeah. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use your name with your permission. I will definitely try that out. Of course. All right. You have a great night. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Bye.
I want to get away. I want to fly away. You like that song, Mike? No, not really. Still working on that beef bolognese? It's done? You still working? Are you, yeah, you're getting ready to take a nap out there? Great. Best show. Based on that music I just heard, it has right. been a long time since Darren called. That's right. And this is, of course, you know, Darren Ploppleton, who I've been working with for a long time over at Consolidated Cardboard. You know, I feel like we haven't really gotten to chew the fat since I got transferred. Uh-huh, uh-huh, Tra- transferred. Yeah. Uh-huh, okay, that's what you, that's, that you call what? a transfer? That's fine. No, I mean, look, I, I know the real story, Darren. Is the, All right, what do you think? Well, the real story is? is that you got demoted from accounts redeemable, and now you're scooping up the runoff over uh, after the loading docks get hosed down. It's not a transfer, well, exactly. Well, man, you know, I uh, all I can say is I, I made a lot of bad decisions in my life, and I have to say that dumping that ice cold jug of blue Gatorade frost on old Dalrymple's head after we won the factory league softball tournament, mm-hmm. right, right up there at the top. That was one of them. That's maybe the biggest mistake. That's one of them. Yeah. I mean, how, how was I supposed to know that that was the perfect storm for causing his, his hearing aids, his pacemaker, his replacement hips, knees, and shoulders to short out. Uh-huh. I mean, he's he's been so mean to me lately. I I kind of wish he hadn't survived. Uh huh. Yeah, you, but but you 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 dump the stuff on his head, and it. I mean, you push it. He pushes it right to the brink. Of well, I mean, that, that's what you do when you win a, a championship. Well, I mean, you don't you don't almost murder somebody. Well, I, I you know he's so kind of young at heart that we all kind of forget that he's a hundred and four. Is he really that young at heart? I, I've well, I think you're going to say, is he really that young? I've heard he's older. Uh, he's actually older than 104. I think he's 113. Oh my god! Well, that would make that's like a Guinness type thing. I think it is. I think it is. Do you know anyone at the book? Over at Guinness, I don't. Oh, you don't. Okay. 
That's a shame. Yeah, I, that is a real shame. I'm not friends <laughs> with anybody over at the Guinness Book of World Records. Well, when you're a kid, that's the first thing you want to be. When you want to work, you want to make it in as a kid. You want an in because that world is like it's the world of of of, of the most superior achievement. Sure, those fingernails. Oh my God, the fingernails! The two guys that got buried in the piano cases. Yeah, they were so large. The twins on the motorcycles. On the motorcycles, yes, yes, yeah. What I'm still terrified of, of that whale shark? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an impre- It's a book that is very impressionable. I don't know if kids have this, if it has the same impact now. It, it probably doesn't have the same weight anymore, you know? No. I'll bet if it was an, if it was an app, kids would be losing their ass over it. Oh, they'd be lo- over the Guinness Book of World Records app. Uh, yeah, they would. I think so. Uh-huh. You think oh, so? Hey. What's that? I saw that new uh, Brad Pitt film, Ad Astra, last night. Uh-huh. How was that? I'm kidding. It, it was it was pretty low impact. It, it was it was good though, but it was you know it was it was not very very exciting. Um, I'm not sure if you know anything about it. Basically, it's the story of the world's most handsome yet also most tired looking astronaut as he's trying to get to the outer edges of the known universe to find his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of sounds like my childhood, doesn't it? I, I mean, if you substitute the bar at Los Amigos for the outer edges of the known universe. Yeah, that I mean, I've heard you tell some of the stories about uh, trying to drag the old man, uh, <laughs> trying to drag the old man out. It's true. I mean, you met him several times. You stayed over. And I, I got to say, of all my friends, he he liked you the best, and I, I think it was because you guys bonded over Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think that's what it was? But I don't like him. You don't like my daddy? No, I. Your dad was fine. I just Billy Joel. We were bond. We were bonding over our dislike of Billy Joel. Oh, oh! I thought you genuinely liked him. No, no, I I probably was saying something that I didn't like about him. Okay. Or maybe it sounded sarcastic or something. See, well, that that was my next thing, but I didn't want to offend you. I mean, we all know that you were voted m- most sarcastic. Yeah, well, I, at that point in my life, I was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty juiced about that. You were, you, you were very juiced. Yeah. Very juiced. Oh, my God. What? So... I had the worst thing happen to me at the movies on Friday night. Okay. What happened? So, you, you know, ever since my massage therapist Mort retired, I've been I've been trying to find a, a new great massage person, uh-huh. and I just have had no luck at all. Sure, since Mort packed it in. Exactly, yes. And so someone recommended this woman named Deirdre, who apparently is this assistant masseuse for the Newbridge Ratman. Okay. So I, I call her up, and I make an appointment for sa- for Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So Friday night, I go to the Newbridge Draft House because they're showing uh, this. I guess it's, I'm not sure how new it is, but basically it's Peck and Paw's cut of uh, Pat Garrett and, and the Karate Kid. So I get to my seat, and I'm next to this couple, this man, this woman. And everything's cool at first. But then the guy starts commenting on, on Every preview. 
oh, my God, I can't wait to see this, or like, oh, this looks awful. Oh, she's great, you know. Uh, and so I, I keep looking over, and it's like it's like unmistakable that I, that I'm PO'd at this guy. And mm-hmm. and so, but he doesn't stop doing it. Eventually, the, the feature starts, and it's the same thing. And I must have shushed this cat ten times, but he keeps doing it. Mm-hmm. And then when the character alias comes on the screen, he starts Dylan explaining to his wife goes oh you've heard bob dylan honey he did like a rolling stone and you said you hated his voice and basically he hasn't really done anything good since 1975 and at that point i lose it and i stand up and i go hey man shut up and we start you know getting in into it and pretty much it's a it's a screening match after that but it's taking place on either side of of his wife Mm-hmm. which is very weird. So I'm calling him an MF dick, and he's calling me a CS dick. And I finally stand up, and I throw my popcorn in his face, and I go, F you, you BFCSMFing dick. And he throws right. his tub of Pepsi right at the crotch area of my khaki shorts. Mm-hmm. So it looks like I just peed myself, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, he was such a dick. And I, I keep going, you MF dick, you pee me off one more time, and it's chiclets. Chiclets! And that that means basically that you've been punched in the mouth and your teeth are, are, are not in your head anymore, so they resemble loose chiclets. Sure, yeah. And so he calls me an MFCSing, BFing dick, and I just lose it at that point. And I dive on him, and before you know it, we're rolling around in the aisle, and we both get thrown out. Whoa, you both do? We both did, and I'm, I'm still furious about it. So on Saturday afternoon, I go to my massage with Deirdre, right? Mm-hmm. Tom, Deirdre is the woman from the movie. That you were both arguing over. Yes. And well, what, are the, what are the odds of that? And, and so... So she sees me, and she's furious, and she refuses to give me the massage. And now, normally I would have said, F-U-U-M-F-ing-B, and stormed out, knocking down whatever figurines or country crafts were in my path. Uh-huh. But my, uh-huh. my haunches were tighter than the snare drum head on St. Anger, and I need relief, Tom. So I, I make up this story that because the theater was so dark, I thought her husband was your buddy, Sal, and it was an impractical joker shoot. Uh-huh. Right? So, And I'm not totally sure she bought it, judging by how hard she worked my haunches. I'm still sore. Mm-hmm. You're still sore. So you think she might have been lashing out by, by massaging you harder than, than necessary? I think it's completely plausible and possible. Uh-huh. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, you, you, I can't believe you're shocked that you got thrown out. Well, I was, you know, I mean, I, I was well, standing up for my seat. I was standing up for my, for, for myself and my seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, and I also, I guess it, you, I, I like how you censored yourself on every word, but you still said, uh, you still said, uh, dick, dick, you know, you still had to, say that well tom this is a christian household great that's that's 
that's a real great representation of of uh of morality that story you just told well look whatever i don't I, you know i want to talk about i don't want to talk about this anymore okay fair enough fair enough yeah let's you know actually think I, i'm thinking back at the story you told and as, as right. crazy as that was there's one thing that I glossed over because the story was so insane was that you you said Pat Garrett and the Karate Kid. Yeah, which it, yeah. that I mean that's actually a pretty funny idea. No, it it was a drama. No, no, the I know that's a drama, but you said Pat Garrett and Karate Kid. It, the movie is Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. No, I, I saw Pat Garrett and the Karate Kid. That's what I saw. You, Pat, look, this is, just admit you got the title wrong. I mean, this I is, this is I know this is a recurring thing with you. What is? No, you, you know what is exactly exactly what we're doing right now is you make a mistake. Well, you always right. do this. You'll make a mistake. Right. You'll flub something with the name of a song or a movie, and then somebody corrects you, and then you you actually double down on reality. What? When, when have I ever done that? Oh, when have you ever uh, ever done that? Would have like two weeks ago when you said you saw the new Dan Rather documentary, and when I told you it was um, actually Mike Wallace documentary not dan rather you refused to admit that you got the name wrong i did see a dan rather documentary Uh uh-huh and when i asked you what happened in the dan rather documentary it's it's clear that you were just completely making everything up as you're going along just trying to drum up some narrative that was real i mean you you said that you said that he got his start wrestling bears in the yukon he did now he didn't, and he also. You said he was. He played guitar in an early incarnation of Kiss, which is he not. He did. He, he certainly did. It was when they first started, and, and his character was the Ocean Mutant, kind of this half human, half shark hybrid, and and they, they fired him because he couldn't play the guitar with thin hands. Uh huh. Oh, so that's what happened with with Dan Rather. Yes. Uh huh. Gr- gr- well, you know, let me. I actually. Um, Tell me, if you would, like what happened in Pat Garrett and the Karate Kid. Oh well, okay. Let me think. It was, it's been a while. Um, yeah, well, you know, as, as you know, it's, it's been it's, a while. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Well, I've done a lot of things since I saw that flick. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, as you know, it, it, it's a western. Yes. And um, um. Pat, Pat Garrett is a very popular um, showgirl, and who tours all through you know the towns like Wichita and like Santa Fe and uh, Bangor and Dodge City, and she, but she keeps getting harassed by some bad muchachos, and um, mm-hmm. and, and then um, and then um, it, it turns out she um, she needs protection because she makes like um, I don't know, like full. Um, like forty gold doubloons every time she dances, mm-hmm. and that's like um, that's um, it's like it's like three hundred and two dollars in um today's money, uh-huh. and 
Anywho, she she wanders into this back alley um, uh, uh, dojo and and meets Mister Miyago, mm-hmm. and, and he's the sensei. The sen is it sensei? The sense sensei mm-hmm, okay. of, uh, of of um of um of, of the Dodge City Karate Club. Only they, they pronounce it karate. Sure, and, sure. And, and so he he assigns uh, Danny Son, who's his his. Um, like his dweebiest student to protect Pat, and you know, um, mm-hmm. and and then um, like w- one thing leads to another, and and and, and um, they form a band with Bob Dylan called the Marauders. Uh-huh. Okay, please, and, please, and then, Darren, um, Darren, Darren, please stop, please stop. What? This is embarrassing. Uh, you're embarrassing. Oh, I'm embarrassing. Okay. Hey, speaking of embarrassing, I I mentioned Sal from Practical Jokers earlier. Yes. And tr- truthfully, I, I would not have been at all cool if he was sitting next to me. I, I mean, I would have been naturally and literally peeing myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I get totally starstruck by anyone who's ever been on TV. Okay, it, anyone. It, it, it's kind of... Yeah, it's like if, if if you get on the other side of that of that glass, you're a god to me. And it's like I'll tell you, if if Richard Ramirez asked me to shine his shoes with my tongue, I I would do it because he was on TV and he has secret knowledge. Secret knowledge. Yeah, yeah. He's of... been there. Look, I know it's very bizarre, and I, I I don't know. I guess maybe weird behavior runs in the family. Um. <sighs> I don't want to talk about, but my my kid is being so weird. Your kid's being weird. Is yeah. is this Darren Junior or Darren the second? This is Darren the third, our uh, eight year old. Oh, okay. Yeah, Darren. What, what's going on? Well, remember when we were kids and 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 like, hang on. Excuse me. And like, we'd be watching a football game or a wrestling match, and then you know, you'd you start pretending you were doing it. In the room, like you pretend you were the wrestler, or maybe you jump off the couch or something, or you're, you know, you pr- pretend to catch a, f- a, f- a football, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, D three does that, but with movies. He he saw this Netflix documentary on Brian De Palma, and now he can't stop himself from what I call air directing. Okay, what is air directing? Well, you know, he'll he'll sit on this fold up director's chair you know where it has like the canvas back mm-hmm. that he fished out of a dumpster and he'll sit behind my easy chair and he's wearing a baseball cap and, and a tan vest and he's drinking coffee out of a styrofoam cup and this, i'm not making this up at the end of every scene he'll hit stop on the remote and then he'll give direction direct he gives direction what he does okay watching it's, the it yeah it, it's insane like we saw easy rider um a, a couple of days ago and and he and he hits he hits pause and he goes oh jack you're killing me here man rafelson is breathing down my neck about this poontang line and and he's worried we're not going to get into the midwest theaters so let's get some alternates that won't get us in trouble with the regal and amc okay all right let's go so it'll be something like that like really inside stuff. So it's so inside, so inside. And like uh, a couple of days ago, we were watching Goodfellas, and 
scene happens at the diner, and he, he hits pause, and he goes, that was great, Bob. Uh, let's grab one where you look out the window as you slide the match packet to Ray. And, Ray, this time it really dawns on you that Bob is sending you to Florida to get whacked, okay? So, all right, back to one. And, Michael, let's keep rolling, okay? Somehow he knew the BP's name. Really? Yes. A eight. Eight. Yeah. That's, that's bizarre. It is. It is. And, and, and sometimes it verges on scary. Like, I was truly frightened last night when he tore into Richard Dreyfus during American Graffiti. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, what happened with I, that? Well, I've never seen him this mad. Okay. So he hits pause and he goes... He, he he gets out of the out of the chair and he goes up to the screen and he goes, "You think this is a game, Ricky?" Bobby Duvall read for Carl and he blew Francis away. Look, you bastard! I'm the one who went to bat for you, and I'll tell you, man. If Duvall's busy, Marty Davidson just did a picture with the Winkler kid and says he's perfect. This is this is insane. And he's he, right? what eight? He's eight. And he's saying stuff like this to uh, to the quote unquote actors. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's insane. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea where it's coming from. He's on me to buy him one of those bullhorns that directors use, so he can be even louder in the living room. Oh my god! Uh-huh. It's crazy. And I'll tell you, he and the other two Darrens. They used to drive me nuts asking for this and that until I figured out a way to get him to stop. Uh-huh. Well, what, what, what do you do to get them to stop? Here's what I do. I, I wait until they ask me to buy them something in, in public, you know, where we're out where there's like uh, thousands of people or something like a, you know, a carnival or a concert or something. And they ask me for something, and then I start crying uncontrollably, and I fall to my knees, and I start wailing. I'm so And then they just immediately go, no, Dad, it's okay, it's okay. And then I, I get them to buy me stuff. Because you put on this voice and fake cry? They cry, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So they start but, crying. But they start, we, everyone's crying at some point, but mm-hmm. I, I'm getting free hot dogs, so it's great. Okay, oh, so, yeah, that makes it okay. Yeah, so, but I tell you, the yeah. end of my getting hot dogs from my kids' days are over. And uh, all of my days of uh, fiscal and financial penury. So those, that's so. You know what? This this is this is you. Please don't. This, this is. I've heard this from you before, and I guess all I can ask or beg is that please don't let this be another one of your um your your get rich schemes. Like you you know you always have these get rich quick gimmicks and schemes and oh please what oh please what well i'm definitely going to get rich quick but i'll tell you 100 percent positive this ain't no scheme okay 
All right, Tom, you love those Comedy Central roasts as much as I do, right? Sure. Yeah. Who doesn't? Right? Well, uh-huh. I'll tell you the latest one, the, this roast of Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Brutal. And I especially liked when Nikki Glaser wondered out loud if uh, Alec's wife, Elaria, looks so hot because getting yelled at burns a lot of calories. Uh-huh. Yes, that was a good yeah. line. Pretty good one. So, with that in mind, yeah, are you, stra- are you strapped in? Um, yes, I am. Damn. All right, all right. I am announcing here, right now, on the best show, the launch of Darren Ploppleton's pet roasters. Pet roasters. Yes. Please, uh, please tell me more about Darren Ploppleton's pet roasters. Well, it's exactly like a human roast, but we make fun of your pets. It's the perfect party fun. Uh What happens is everybody gathers around, and and I crack wise about your pet. And no pet is off limits either. We roast your dogs, your cats, your cockatiels, you name it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you want a little taste? Uh, Yeah, I actually, you know what, Darren? Yes, I do. All right, something like uh, off the top of my head, um, Look, I don't want to say Gandalf is stupid, but I've seen him run from a clear, cool creek into a public bathroom to drink out of the toilet. Pretty good, right? Uh-huh. Okay. I, 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 see, I see where you're going with this. All right. How about uh, what's something else? You know, I think it's really unfair that some members of the Wallingford household don't like Winky for no other reason than she took a giant dump on Herb's new Lazy Boy while Herb was in it. On Christmas. Uh, okay. Twice. Twice, okay. Let me get the punchline out! Uh, sorry, sorry, okay. All right, it, sorry. It, it, those are pretty solid, right? They're, they're definitely, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're roast jokes. Right? Uh-huh. And, and I'm gonna call myself the Jeff Ross of the jungle. And within a year, Mm-hmm. This thing this is going to be so big, I'll have franchisees all over the country roasting pets. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I spent my last $10,000 today on a billboard on Route 702, and it just went up a couple hours ago. The billboard just went up? Yeah, yeah. What, what does the billboard say? It says, it's, it's a picture of me, and it says, I'm Darren Ploppleton. And I'm going to roast your pet, and then it's got my phone number and my street address on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I can I ask? So it says, it says I'm Darren Plobleton. I'm going to roast your pet. Is mm-hmm. there are there any kind of like visuals on the billboard besides besides saying that? Oh yeah. Um, there's a little kitty cat, and there's a cute little puppy dog, mm-hmm. and, and there's 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 a little horsey and and a couple birdies. Sure. And uh, can I can I ask just knowing you and. Mm-hmm. Knowing how your brain works, um, right? Are there any flames anywhere uh, on the billboard? Um. Yeah. No, yes, there are. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Sure. Sure. And again, I guess again, knowing you, and we've known each other for a long time, so right. I feel like I have. Would you? Would you say that the? Would you describe like the cute little animals as maybe being like, like, engulfed in those flames? Um, well, you know, now, I guess I wasn't, in a word, yes, but I, I guess 
Maybe it's in the no. It's sure. definitely it. It definitely um, seems. Oh no! Oh no! Mm-hmm. Oh no! You see, I mean, you see how oh, bad no. this looks, right? Oh. What? Wait, what's going on? Oh no! What? What? Um, what? The, the, the townspeople are outside of my condo, and they're furious. They're furious. They're, they're, yes, they're holding torches. They're holding torches. They're calling for my blood. Uh huh. Oh my God! Holding stuff. Uh, this is straight out of Frankenstein, Young Frankenstein, and the little disgust or review 2003 film Old Frankenstein, starring uh-huh. Charles Bronson. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! You've got to be kidding me! Who the f has a boulder launcher in 2019? Oh no! Hey, Darren. Oh, my God! Hide my spank mags. Are you okay, Darren? Darren. No, I think he's gone. That's something, huh, Mike? Haven't heard from him in a while. I don't know if we'll hear from him. Uh, it might be a more of another while before we do hear from him. After, after, I think he's uh, he might be dead now, right? That he survived. He survived other. He survived worse. I think. Um. You got your surprise ready for me? Uh, I'm not ready for it yet. I'm ramping up to this. Am I, am I going to be bummed by this? You think I'll like it? You think so? You think I'm going to love this? And this is... you 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 picked up some sort of sign. Did you pay for this? Did you pay a lot for it? I know the answer to that already. Well, this guy rolls. It's a bargain. Um, when do you want me to see it? When I'm ready. I'm getting there. It's, it's So it's out there and it's on. So am I supposed to come out and look at this? How how should I mean? Does Pat? Do you have any idea how I could do this and be heard? Why don't we try that? And I'll play some music in the meantime while you do that. Let me. Uh, of course, why would this? Uh, why would this be set up on my computer? Yeah, why why would that work? No. I tell you, man. Some of these websites. All right. What are we doing here? Why can't I hear this? Oh, never mind. Hold on. Can I hear you? I can't. No, I can't. I hear that. Okay. Hello. I hear that. You're live. Okay. 
Are you going to stay here? No, I want to get it on video, so hold this. Why is, what is this? The on-off switch. What, what's playing? What the F is playing? Wait. What is... Where on earth is that coming from? That is the weirdest thing I've ever... What is going on here? Alright, so I'm coming out. I'm not going to post this, by the way. And you want that there, Mike? Yeah, why not? Just leave that Coors Light thing up. You're not going to post this video, are you? Let's hold. Let me. Just show it to me after the show. I don't feel pretty tonight. I don't feel pretty, Mike. I'm allowed to feel pretty, right? We got some, I got to figure some audio out on this thing. I got 10 different channels playing on this computer. I'm going to throw this thing in the street. What is going on? Ay, ay, ay. Want to hear some music, Mike? Bat bangs. Wait, what? Ugh. I know what it is. Oh, I'm going to smash this thing. I'm going to smash it. Smash it. I'm going to smash it. Output. Pro speakers. There we go. Hold up. There we go. Bat fangs. Oh! Bat fangs.
Yeah. Bat fangs. I know that's rock music, Mike. Not your favorite stuff. It's from their album, uh, self-titled album. Came out last year. Wolf Bite. The name of that one. Mike's watching the Ken Burns uh, documentary about country music. <clears throat> Who's it? Is it like what? Like Chris Gaines and stuff like that? Garth Brooks? Well, to start with him. He's the biggest country artist of all time. Well, well it should begin and end with him. I got friends in low places, right? I don't like the country music that's like black and white, you know what I mean? I like when it's in color. Best show. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Tommy in Portland, Oregon. I got the the music really loud in my phone. Okay. I can't hear you too well. well. Hold on. How about now? It's all good now. How are you? I'm good. What's going on tonight? Right. Um. Well, not much. Just uh, hanging out. I'm making a pie for my friend's birthday. You're making a pie? Mm-hmm. That's right. For your friend's birthday. What kind of pie mm-hmm. are you making? It's a banana bourbon. A banana bourbon pie. What's that have bourbon in it? Like your actual bourbon? Yeah. Is now does yeah, that burn off or you get loaded when you eat that pie? There's a little there's a little buzz, some of it in the whipped cream and in the in like the custard too. Well the custard's cooked. Okay. It's good, it's good. I like it a lot. So does he. Is that a pie you've made before? Yeah, it's kind of especially. It wasn't. I would say it wasn't my best work tonight, but you know, it's still still going to be good. It's pretty solid. So even a bad banana bourbon pie is pretty good, I'm sure, right? Yeah, it's still enjoyable. It still works. <laughs> good. Yeah. That sounds like a yeah. treat. You sound like a good friend. Yeah, I, you know, I try. I'm trying. So what sure brought you to the that. show tonight? Well, Tom, I um I called in a few weeks ago. Um, I'm Tommy, and uh, he told me I had to, uh, you know, work on that, had to uh, grow up, I guess. And, uh, well, not grow cool. up. Well, I, I think you got to be versatile with it. Okay. You don't okay. want to box well, yeah, yourself I'm... in to just being Tommy. <laughs> I understand. You know, yeah, I like that. But I, was, I guess I was looking for a break on that a little bit. Um, what was, know, what, was what do you want? What do you, what, 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 where did we land when we talked about it last time? You said I had to change it. You said I couldn't be tea, um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I like tea. I like tea, like Tony Soprano said. It is like Tony Soprano. Yeah, I think it's cool. But you don't like you like Tommy or you like tea? Yeah, I like Tommy. I mean, I just like right. feel it's. I don't know. It just feels unnatural. Anything else at this point? Well, look, if you like Tommy so much, then this is what you do. Though you're responsible for advancing the name Tommy. Yeah. If you're going to walk the walk, you got to take it somewhere. Because right now it's some. What? Who do we have repping it? The pinball. Pinball. Pinball wizard. Yeah. His name Tommy. Then <laughs> there's a guy. Who, there's a guy. Uh, the Cheech and Chong. A, yeah, dr- a, dr- a drug addict. Right. 
like exactly. him. Hothead. Yeah, and then uh, then you got the guy with Tommy the two Lee. The Tommy Lee from Molly Crew. He's cool though. I like him. Then Tommy you got Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, his father. Then yeah. you've got the guy with the two GPSs, Tommy Stinson. I, I had two GPSs. I couldn't find oh. your studio. Two GPSs. Right. Yeah. Why don't you say you had a third one? Why don't yeah. you ramp the story up a little further? This guy, Tommy Stinson, the bass player from The Replacements, he was supposed to come to the studio, and he's just like, I set this thing up. This is the hardest inter- appearance ever in the history of the show. More more hand-holding to make this happen than anything. James, James Murphy from LCD Sound System just comes down, hangs out for three hours. He finds his way here. This guy, this guy's running things. This guy had a number one album that year. He made his way down. Come on. Paul Rudd made his way here. Oh. What's that? Oh, I love Paul Rudd. MGMT made their way here. Five guys. Not the five guys. Not the, not the hamburger <laughs> chain. Burger chain. No. What if yeah. MGMT opened a hamburger chain? If the five of them opened a thing called MGMT's Five Guys. Uh, I think it'd be a big success. Right? Yeah, I mean... Right? They could have, like, burgers named named from the songs. Yeah, what would be the name of a good burger, then? Maybe, like, an electric eel burger with some, like, eel, some, like, barbecued eel on it, on the burger. This place will go out of business. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to stay in business, right? (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah, I guess we'll have to get some better ones, but I think it's good. Yeah, we'll figure out some funny uh, MGMT hamburger names. What, are we writing for Bob's Burgers? No, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to yeah, give Bob's Burgers like... free material for when MGMT are on doing a voice. Man, that no show way. will. That show has not had me on. Everyone's on that thing. Andy Kendler's been on that 35 so times. Good. What's that? That would be so good. You'd be great on there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, no problem. No problem plugging uh, that dude's other shows. The yeah, guy gets a hit. The guy gets a hit. Losing my phone number. No, not John Benjamin. John Benjamin. I love oh. John Benjamin. He's a sweetheart. Oh, like I love okay. Laura. I love Lauren Bouchard. Also, It'd be nice if oh, the I phone. It'd be nice if the phone rang uh, in success. Yeah. With Lucy, daughter of the devil. I, I couldn't get him off my phone. Hmm. Home movies couldn't get him off the phone. Now again, now the guy blows up, but I can't find. I can I guess. I, I guess. I my my. I changed my number. <clears throat> I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Really? No, nah, I wouldn't. What am I going to say? Right. What? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go on Bob's. What am I saying? Bob's Burgers. Hey Bob, <laughs> I, I want a, a cheeseburger. Is that what I'm going to say? Yeah, as uh, yourself. Yeah. You want a cheeseburger, right? John Benjamin's going, right? And then uh, maybe yeah. I'll go out and do that guy. Hey, Bob, you got a hamburger, right? What's that guy? Like, I could do that. I could replace you know, that actor, whoever that is. You know? What's that character's that name? like a, a Teddy. Teddy. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. I want to get a hamburger. I was you know? wondering, Linda, do you, think, do you think I could get some french fries with that? I could do that guy, right? Hey, Bob, do you think we could go bowling this weekend? He sounds like uh, the guy, your caller from uh, Indiana with the cuties. 
He does have a little bit of that in him. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Like the same guy. If that if that guy, I'm going to say this. If that guy if that guy uh wants a little too much money, I'll slide in. I'll scab. I'll scab right away on that dude. Hey, Bob. Just switch it switch me in. Yeah. Hey, Bob. I was wondering if I could get some pickles with my hamburger. Seamless. The transition would be seamless. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Teddy. Good. Hey, Bob. <laughs> I collect... Yeah, Teddy. Yeah. I... See, I could replace all of them on that show. Right? Yeah, you have the Benjamin down. Yeah. Hey, Bob. See the Merman. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Right? What do you want, a yeah. hamburger? Like, he's making all his Arby's money now. He don't need Bob's Burgers no more. They'd, they'd save a lot of money, too, if you were just the yeah. whole cast. Yeah, why don't they? If Lauren Bouchard yeah. could call, Hey, Bob, we got a... Right, I was wondering, can I get some cheese on my hamburger and make it a cheeseburger? Sure, you want cheese, cheese on it? Okay, Teddy. You can even start just writing it, too. Okay, Teddy. Right? I'll do Linda. Bob, yeah. what do we got? Right? Peter. And I could do uh, Family Guy, too. Peter. Oh. Remember the time I went to Bob's Burger? Right, right, right. Remember the time with... And I'll replace Kindler, too. I really want to replace Kindler. Nice. Hey, Bob. I didn't get the memo that you had uh, French fries today. So what can I do for you? Do I, you wanted to call about your name? You keep it. You keep calling yourself Tommy. Um, thank you, Tom. That's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I just, I just want to say, um, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a difficult year for me, and um, you know, I, I feel like uh, it's been problems, and and even just, just you doing your show and being here and, and listening. I'm a, you know, a somewhat new listener and started listening this year, and it's just been really great for me. I feel like that's kind of been you already kind of gave me a break just by giving me that and. Something to look forward well, to. Well, I appreciate I, I appreciate that, buddy. You yeah, have a, no, you have a great you. night. And, uh, you, you have a great night. Okay, bye. So I saw this movie the other night, Uncut Gems. It's not out yet. It comes out in uh, December, Christmas. It's the new Safdie Brothers movie. They did the Good Time. Good movie. Good Time's one of the best movies. This one is better than Good Time. Stars Adam Sandler, Sandman. You know how you know how I went to see it, Mike? They like the best show. Safety Brothers like the best show. Sap got Josh, and you got Benny, and you got Ronnie Bronstein who writes the movies with Josh and edits them with Benny and Benny and Josh direct the movies. It's a whole thing they got and they like the best show what do you think about that so they invited me I saw the movie the movie's great I tell you it's popular best shows we got we got something going on here these guys are the hottest uh, hottest uh, hottest directors in the biz man and you know what they like best show they like the best show Mike I don't, uh, I don't see them going on uh, on uh, Hollywood Handbook. No. No. Best show. They go to the best show. They like the bowl. They haven't been here, but... They like the best show. 
They get it. I saw they showed me the movie. Movie's great. I talked to them. They don't like you, Mike. They think you're bad. Any feedback from them? Yeah, no, they're not. They're not into it. They really don't like Dudio. They like Pat. They like Pat. They don't like you, and they hate Dudio. Now this movie's great. I'm telling you, and it's got Kevin Garnett is in it. Basketball NBA superstar. He's so good in it. Oh my god. And you know who else is in it? Mike Francesa. It's going on, dog. You got the... He, he's good in it. He can act. Ain't no way... I'll say this right now. If Adam Sandler don't get nominated for an Oscar, the whole thing's fixed. Whole thing's fixed. Br- br- bring it all down. You bring it all down. It's a it's a tour de force. At least as good as Punch Drunk Love. He in this he is Mike. Masterful. Kind of looks like Rich Voss a little bit in it. Got a Rich Voss vibe going on. It's a great movie. I'm telling you right now. Best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? My name's Dominica. I'm calling from Olympia. It's been like about a year and a half since I called. Dominica? Yes. From Olympia, Washington. Olympia. Yes. Olympia, Washington? Mm-hmm. Yep. Home, home of? K-Records. Yeah. Who's the best band ever on K-Records? Oh, man. Um. It's easy. Ooh. Come on. Uh, Easy. There's a who's the main band from K Records? Beat happening. Beat happening. And yeah. who's the I second? I see Calvin around. It's hard not to. Yeah. Who's the, the second best band? You know the second best band. Come on, you know it. Split uh, album. Unwound? Split it with no, not Unwound. They, they split record with Discord. Um. You know who it is. Come on. On Discord Records. It was half K, half Discord. Wait. Nation, yeah, I'm not sure. Nation of Ulysses. Of Ulysses, that's right. Yep, makeup and makeup. Yes. Yeah. Makeup are coming back. Are they? They're doing some shows. It's very exciting. Yeah, I even I didn't. The last thing I heard that that guy Ian was doing was like a he put a book out or something a few he, years ago. He put a book out. He has a great band called Escapism. Really good record seems, to put out on yeah. Merge, Escapism. You should check that out. You're going to like oh, it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I was in, a, in the makeup of like a really long time ago, but I haven't listened to that stuff in a while, I guess. Not who, makeup anyway. Who do you think my favorite member of makeup is? Oh, I don't know who the other members are, which is embarrassing. All but. of them. That's who my favorites <laughs> are. All four of them. Yeah. So to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? So, Dominica. I guess two things. I, I guess I could talk about problems because I do a lot, um, okay. the things I need help with. But also, like, I was going to talk about, because the, the first time I called, I was talking about how 
I used to live in Shoreline, and I was talking about Olympia because I was talking about jam bands here. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was kind of talking about it in the call. I alluded to it, and I moved back to school, and I've just the reason I bring up jam bands is because I've seen an awful lot of Grateful Dead stuff here. Mm-hmm. And and then I realized before this call, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't be like making fun of the Grateful Dead when the lyricist died today. Yeah, I think and we're I'm gonna making... we're, no, we're gonna we're gonna give a pass tonight for for out of respect to to uh, Robert Hunter. Well, I guess yeah, I don't know if I'm making fun of it. I just there's just a lot. I'm just noting for posterity. There's a lot of Grateful Dead stuff here, and I don't know if that's true. Like, if there's the sheer amount of it, like, oh, there is in everywhere. other places? It's everywhere. Okay. They're, 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 they're popular with everyone. They used to not be popular. They used to be a band that was, like, a, a demarcation kind of thing, where it's just, like, you didn't, you didn't like them if you liked certain kind of music, you didn't like Grateful Dead. But now it's a thing where people are like, I kind of like Grateful Dead. Huh. It's like Steely Dan and Grateful but... Dead. I always hear, like, I think I like Steely Dan now. Yeah, there's there's bands that have those moments, like Hall and & Oates and ELO, it seems like. Look, everyone's like, oh yeah, I love ELO. ELO were always uh, always great. Oh yeah. There, there ain't no yeah. question about that. Hall & Oates, yeah. always great. Great singles, great hits. Steely Dan, always terrible. Yeah, I haven't really listened to them, and I've seen a lot of people talking about them recently. I'm like, huh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't have time to... Great, Grateful Dead not saying okay. anything about him tonight. Okay. We're showing respect tonight. Okay. All right. I won't list off all the weird stuff I've seen. Nope. Not going to do it tonight. Uh, okay. Well, I can talk about my problems. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Because um, tonight we're de- saying, I'm giving you a break tonight. Yeah. What do you need a break yeah. for? What do you need a break yeah, for? Yeah, um... I'm about to start my second year of graduate school, and I'm doing this because I'm trying to get my life in order because I'm in my mid-30s, and, like, I'm like I'm trying to get a good job. I've never had one, and there's been a lot of failure, and I'm just trying to, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I beat up on myself a lot because I feel like I've messed up a lot. I know this is kind of heavy, but that's kind of what's going on. I'm, yeah, I'm about to start second year, and... It's a big deal because I, I feel like I can't mess anything up. Well, here's what I'm going to yeah. say to you, Domenica. Okay. What are you pursuing? Uh, a degree, and it's a master of public administration. Mm-hmm. And what's the what's the what's the goal? Uh, work for the work for the government or like a nonprofit. You know, just be like a public mm-hmm. servant, okay. basically. Well, this is what I would say to you. You just picture the goal, right? You don't hold right. yourself up with time and with, you're in your mid-30s, so what? You're in your mid-40s, so what? You're in your mid-50s, so what? You're in your mid-60s, so what? It's just time. It's what you do with your time. Yeah. It's what you do with your time. Just enjoy it and take advantage of it. And don't put some pressure on yourself like you got to be perfect now because because time has passed. Time's always inching, passing. Feels like I'm inching closer to death. And, I mean, well, we're I'm all like, inching closer to death. Yeah, we're all inching closer to death. I believe it was uh, the great 
the great lyricist, uh, who is it again, Mike? He who is not busy living is busy dying. That was the words of, I actually have a little bit queued up here, of this great artist. Hi, I'm Zach Wallner. And I'm Wally Wackerman. <laughs> if you didn't already know, I'm a puppeteer. Of course, I've only had a handful of opportunities professionally speaking so far. It's about time to change. But that's not who did that. That was Bob Dylan. It was not, it was not Wally Wacky Man and his operator, Zach. He has a thing up, a puppet thing you can give to a puppet thing. Look, he's chasing after his dream. It's true. Look at him. I'm he's a saying, great admirer. Zany Zach's live puppet and magic shows. Now, look, I, I, I'm going to plug his thing here. He'll, he'll find some way to complain about this and to turn it into something I did wrong. Uh, Zany Zach's live puppet and magic show over at Indiegogo. He has his thing where he's, he's trying to raise money for his dream about puppet shows, doing puppet shows. Can't be perfect. You're never going to be perfect, Domenica. All you can do is try. That's all you can do. So cut yourself some slack. Give yourself a break and you just do the best you can. You can't worry about time. Everybody's going in the same rate at time. If if some people were aging faster than others, it would be an issue. Yeah. We're all going at the same rate. Yep. All right? All right. Sounds good. And you picture that goal. You picture that goal you want. I'll think of that, too, because that he's yeah. pretty, think Molly Wackerman is pretty inspirational. Think of the people. What? He is? He's inspirational. Yeah. Not what I he's just said. Long- Not what I just said. You're going to take inspiration from his puppet man. Oh, Dominica. I, I think they're both. Oh, we're both inspirational. You can attack yeah. me on at the last second. Oh, you too. Look, you get inspiration from Wally Wacky Man, great. God bless you. I mean, he's he's doing his thing, and yeah, he seems to die a lot and come back, and yeah, well, I'm doing my thing free. here too. But now you pay attention to Wally Wacky Man, by all okay. means. And uh, no, I'm I'm joking. Focus on the people that yeah. you can help with the thing you accomplish with this, and just make yeah, that the make yeah. that the point of your focus. That's what you're trying yeah. to get to. That yeah, because it's really not about me. It's about trying to help other people. service you're trying you're looking forward to doing service yep so now get yourself in a position where you can do some service thanks tom i appreciate it you have a great night all right you too bye and remember i have wanted to perform and make people especially children happy i originally built wally over here for the purpose of doing children's birthday parties right then I got involved with the best show with Tom Sharp. Yeah, okay, yeah. There you go. Trade on my name real fast. Gets that in. Nothing but gripes about me. Sure, no problem throwing my name and the logo into his video. What am I going to do here, Mike? Best show. Hi, this is Nick from New York. Nick from New York. What's up, Nick? Uh, Not much. Just calling to get a break. Because uh, I definitely need it big what, time. What kind of break you need, Nick? What kind of break you need? Um, I don't know. I've just been like the past, um, I guess, uh, almost a year or so. I've just kind of 
been going through a lot, like, emotionally and stuff. Like, I dropped out of college, like, late last year, which honestly was a good thing for me because I needed to drop out. But, like, now I'm just kind of stuck in my admittedly pretty bad, like, home environment and, like, also in, like, a pretty dead-end job. And I'm, like, trying to move out ASAP, but... I, like, can't save money because I have to give rent to my mom and, like, I don't know. It's a whole thing. I won't, like, go on and on about it. So you feel a little – what, do you feel stuck? Yeah, I feel very, like, stagnant right now. Sometimes feel like there's no way out of the situation I'm in. You might know that's not true. You know that's not true. You know that's not true. You know, you know. And, look, you're not in a thing and out. Maybe don't think about it like you're trapped – Stop using words like you're trapped. Cut yourself some slack. Give yourself a break, Nick. Don't you say these loaded words and then it makes you feel like you got you like you like you like you like you're like a rat in a cage, like Billy yeah. Corgan said, right? Exactly. Remember that song? Yeah, great song. Can you sing a little bit of it for me? Yeah, the world is a vampire. Sing uh, it. to drain. I haven't listened to it in a while. Come on, just do the chorus. Just do the chorus. Yeah, despite all my rage, I'm still just trying to keep. Sing it. Sing it. Come on, cut loose, Nick. Okay. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in the cage. There you go. Is that what you want? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's what you wanted, too. Yeah. I had a a long night. Wasn't in a singing mood, but you got me there. So this is is what you should do if if I had to just type. Don't think of yourself as being uh, a rat in a cage. You're at your mom's. You're lucky. You got a roof over your head, right? Gives you a chance. Yeah. To, gives you a chance to strategize, look forward, to figure out the next step. What would be harder? Figuring out the next step out on the street, or figuring out with a roof over your head? You got your mom looking after you. Right? Yeah, like I am. I'm very lucky. I'm like I. I love my mom a lot, but like. To put it very lightly, like living with her is not good for my mental state in the slightest. Okay. But like, yeah, I'm definitely lucky to at least have then pl- a. Then then place. plan plan the plan the next step. Plan it. Yeah. What's the next step? Where do you want to be, Nick? Um, ideally, like, I would like to be in a city, like maybe. New York City, like I love New York, mm-hmm. as the old saying goes, um, or even like Boston or something. I don't really care. Just what, I like urban. What do you want to be doing? What do you want to be doing? Um, something in like the media field, I guess. Yeah. Like I don't know, video or audio editing or engineering. I haven't put a whole lot of thought into it, even though I went to college for sure. four and a half years for it. Well, maybe it's time you sit down, you give yourself a chance to figure some stuff out without putting a ton of pressure on yourself. You give yourself a chance, you give yourself an afternoon to sit down and you figure some stuff out. You ask yourself some questions, you get yourself some answers and you get a little clarity. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea. So much of this stuff just comes to drawing up a plan. Yeah, I really just need to, like, set some time aside and, like, really figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then set some time aside. If you, I know you're working. 
right? Yeah, that's definitely like the biggest like obstacle is like most of my time goes to working that like whenever I have any free time I'm like just so exhausted that I don't even want to do anything okay. else but I need to sort of just okay. get over that. Yeah, you, even if you give yourself a half hour, you can do a half hour of, of time for yourself to plan. You can find yeah, that. Definitely. You have to give yourself an infinite amount of time. Get your, Give yourself a half hour to sit and figure some stuff out. How's that sound? That sounds good. It starts um, with a plan. But you gotta go into it knowing, you gotta go into it knowing you're not gonna be perfect with this. You're gonna figure it out step by step. You're gonna give yourself a break while you figure this out. Okay? Be nice to yeah. yourself, Nick. Thank you, Tom. You have a great night. You. Best Bruce. show. Hello, hi, best oh. show. <laughs> Hey, it's Chaz in Portland. How's it going, Tom? Chaz in Portland? Yes, sir. What's up, Chaz? Oh, I called, um, oh yeah, I originally called with a band who has the first song, first album thing. Who's that? Uh, Ultimate Painting. Ultimate Painting. Who's that now? Yeah. That's your band? Uh, they're pretty good. They're like a a contemporary. Are they on, are they on, uh, were they on, uh, Trouble in Mind? I don't think so. I think they're a little more, a little soft. I don't know. They sound maybe a little bit like some Sunny and the Sunsets kind of. Like sure. You can play them back to back. I like Sunny and the Sunsets. Yeah, it's real pleasant. I picked up one of their. I mean, they probably hate the word pleasant, but I picked up their album. I don't know in New Orleans a couple of years ago. It sounds good every time I put it on. Good. And they yeah, they have a song called Ultimate, Ultimate Painting. Painting, on the album Ultimate Painting. Yeah, first track. Okay. Is that what you called about? <laughs> That's what, yeah, that was prompted. That's what prompted me to call. Oh, yeah, and I also wanted to mention we watched that movie, uh, Good Time, after you mentioned it last week. It's great. It's a great Yeah, movie. man. It's a good movie. Who's your yeah, favorite character super. in the movie? I mean, I guess the, the guy who was in every... Good time. Every scene. The, his so name's the good time. Guy. I think his name's Good Time. Yeah, Mr. Good Time. You don't like the guy who's like, You broke me out of the thing, bro! What's up, bro? <laughs> oh, no, that guy was... That was... What's wrong? Like, that was really intense. I gotta get some sliders, bro! <laughs> what was... Uh, Choo Choo. Choo Choo was maybe my favorite character. I'm hungry, bro! <laughs> Who are, where are you? How I don't remember anything, bro. <laughs> I was hanging out. I just got out of jail. I let go to the liquor store. What am I supposed to do, bro? And then my guy Khalif shows up. And he's got sticks of Xanax. <laughs> and I'm all messed up, bro. He's my favorite guy in it. Yeah, that was a good, yeah. Choo Choo was a good one. Good yeah. character, good character name. They're all good. It's a good time. Very good stuff. Wait till you see the new movie. So good. Oh, yeah, that sounded great. Yeah, it's good. I saw it. Your head. I, I saw a really great uh, performance. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you now off. No, you go ahead. You saw a good performance. What now? <laughs> I did uh, Sunday afternoon. I'm laughing just thinking about it. I, I went to uh, Eric Andre live. Mm-hmm. 
That right. was one of the craziest shows I've ever seen. Oh, he's the best. He is the best. And I was a little, I, I was, um, I was scared. You know, I mean, he's so much about just like anarchy and chaos. I mean, what did and you like, think was going to happen? Just, really? You were really worried at the show? No, I was worried the opposite was going to happen. I was like, oh, well, like, you're going to do 45 minutes, just a little stand-up set. And, you know, I was worried he's going to be a little you, too controlled or tamed. Mm-hmm. But You no, wanted chaos. Were, they were on. Ultimate Painting's on Trouble in Mind, buddy. Oh, wow. wow. Come on. <laughs> Tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I told you they're on Trouble in Mind, bro. You <laughs> told me the record. I bought the record, so trouble in mind, bro. They put the first what? Michael Croner record out, bro. What are the what are the best two albums on Trouble in Mind? It's the Michael Cronin first album. Yeah, that's good. Right? Yep. Yeah. Certainly. And I like that yep. uh, the ultimate painting record I liked a lot. That I knew was on Trouble in Mind. Oh, <laughs> No, 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 they're not on Trouble in Mind. No, that's not that kind of... Yes, it is. I thought, I I honestly thought Trouble in Mind, most of their bands, like, sounded a little, a little heavier. No, yeah, they're, they're, they're a diverse label. It's a great label. Well, yeah, I gotta dig in a little more. Yeah. I think you do. <laughs> well, so, that's about what I got. All right, buddy, I appreciate the call. All right. Best show. Hey, Tom, how are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Tom in Colfax, North Carolina. Where is Colfax? It is in North Carolina. It's kind of uh, centrally located um, in the what they call the triad. The triad. Where? What's that? The triad. Is that, you mean not the triangle? Nope. So, um, there, so North Carolina has a triangle and a triad. Yeah. You're sure about that? I I wasn't behind it, uh, the planning of it, but I am sure. I have gotten the two confused myself, even though I've lived in North Carolina my whole life. What are the but other yeah, parts are... of the triad? Colfax and what else? No, sir. Um, Colfax is, I guess, like kind of caught in the middle of the triad, but the three parts of the triad are Greensboro, Winston-Salem, that's a hyphenated town, yes. name, city name, mm-hmm. and then High Point. Winston-Salem, Greenville, and High Point. That sounds like a low-rent triangle. Sounds like they're trying to get some of that triangle glory by starting the triad. Hey, you said it, not me. Well, look, they said it by calling it the triad. So what can I do for you? Um, I have, I'm sorry to be a little off topic, but I have a no worries story if you wanted to hear it. Yes, I would like to hear it. We're um, talking about, you, we're so talking you, about, hold on. We're talking yes. about people calling up, people saying, instead of saying like, if I go to a store and I buy something and I go, I buy, I buy a candy bar and, and then they give me the change. I say, oh, thank you very much. And then they go, no worries. Yeah, I wasn't worried. Bought the candy bar. You work here. Why would I be worried? What worry did I have when I came up to the counter with this candy bar? No worries. Yeah, I was pretty sure that you were going to sell it. So what do you got? What do you got for me? 
Um, well, I used to be um, from Asheville, North Carolina, and yeah. I think that Asheville is a big no worries town mm-hmm. just in general. I, I heard that a lot living there. And um, I used to live near this bike shop that was just outside of downtown, and they had uh, in front of their building, they had um, public street parking, basically, just like the spaces were marked off and it was pure, like unmetered street parking mm-hmm. and uh, no signs or anything. But this bike shop started to attempt to claim these parking spots as their own. And they did this by like um, putting up signs that say like this parking is for this business only. And they put these signs up like on their window, but like inside of their window, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it couldn't be less legitimate. Yeah. It's not, it's not what are they going to do? Give you a bike shop ticket? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, what, uh, what, 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 so what, what, what happens now? You park in one of those spots and the guy comes in and screams at you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I knew of this as like a, a pretty, a pretty like, um, you know, it, it was kind of like a well kept secret of like a, a nice place to park near downtown that I, that I knew about. And I took advantage of it quite a bit. One time I left my car there overnight and, uh, I came back and I found a note, like a handwritten note. Mm-hmm on my windshield yeah. that was, um, it, it was some like passive aggressive version of mm-hmm. like, Hey, um, these spots are for employees and customers of this shop only employees. Um, we'd hate to. Yeah. Right. And, and it was like, uh, we, we would hate to have to tow your car. Yeah. You, they would and, hate uh, to like, tow with a bicycle. They're going <laughs> to hook a chain to a bike and pedal off with your car. Or get one of those like um, trolley pubs to yeah, tow my car. Yeah, going to tow your car. So they put a note saying like, "Hey, we'd hate to tow your car." They have no no authority to tow a car, though. Yeah, exactly. And and you know what? I mean, I, I looked and I was like, "Okay, this store is actually open right now." So I I grabbed the note and I walked into the bike shop and I walked up to the counter and basically be just told the guy like, "Hey, hey man, be um, you better not say e-cigarettes for legs." Oh no, sir! Oh, I promise not. this is incumbent, and and I I'm, I'm honored because I know that that's that's how I know that you're actually like interested in what I'm saying. But uh, uh, I, I'm not gonna um, say e-cigs for like. But I walk into the I walk into the um, the bike shop, yeah. and I, I have the note, and I tell him like, "Hey, man, this is um this was on my car, and I and I just wanted to let you know that like this is public street parking and." You know, you can't really claim these spots for yourself. You can't threaten to tow people's cars from these spots. And, like, I'm not yelling at him, but I'm being, like, very firm Mm -hmm. in my, like, confrontation of what is happening. And the whole time that I'm talking, he's just kind of, like, cutting in, interrupting me with, like, no worries, man. It's no worries. Like, no worries. And I'm just, like, that's not – you're threatening to tow my car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. This this is wor- this is worries. You know what I would say to him? Well, I know where I'm not buying a bicycle. Exactly. That's bad for I business. Threaten- yeah. And mm-hmm. like an independent business is yeah. exactly the kind of place that you would 
want to threaten to take your business elsewhere. Well, you want to help them, too. You want to help an independent business. This guy's slapping notes on your windshield. Yeah. You tell him to, you tell him I, to kick rocks. Yeah, I would. Right. And I did. Good for you. All right. You have a great night. Oh. Best show. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? It's the H-Man. It's the H-Man. Oh, my goodness. As I live and breathe. It's the H-Man. This is the third member of the the family that is like the royal family of the best show. Oh, jeez. The Walliner family. You have Jason Walliner, my uh, my dear uh, dear friend who I love with yeah. all my heart. Very talented writer and director. Mm-hmm. You have... Uh, the middle brother, Zach, Z-Man, the architect and the the creator of uh, the puppet Wally Wacky Man, who has his uh, fund going right now to uh, raise money for his puppet show. <clears throat> but then yep. there's the third member of the family, the youngest member of the the three brothers, H-Man, ha- Harry, Harry, <laughs> and it's not it's 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 not Harrison. I mean. It is. His name's Harry. I mean, my full name is Harrison. No, it's not. It's Harry. H-A-R-R-I. Harry. Okay. H-Man. And he... To what do I owe the pleasure of this guy? I think I know what this is going to be, and I'm excited. You can say it. You can say it. You want to break this on the air? You can say it. Oh, jeez. I I don't know what you're you're referencing. I know. You know. You got some news. I'm going to be doing something. You made it happen. <laughs> you called. Congratulations. You're in the club oh, now. <laughs> You're gonna do a thing on the thing. You can say it. Is this is this about my engagement or are you about to throw a twist at me? No, it's about my the the, the, the work. You're gonna throw me some work. Oh I mean I can't I can't like just oh. outright say that, but oh, it's sick. you know. So this was this is not what that was about. I I I hadn't called in a while, and I had something I wanted to to bring up that I I, I thought you were I didn't calling. get a chance to bring up because I talked about. Did you hear me talk about things? I I can't even say. Like, yeah, no, we're not even going to talk I, about it. Never mind. It, it, it. it was it was it was basically that mixed with the Zach's funding campaign, and then I heard Eric Andre, and I was like, I feel like I'm being summoned. Yeah, you were, because Eric Andre, you worked on the Eric Andre show. Yeah, I was a PA on season three. Which meant you did what? I mean, a lot of it was just making sure that nobody was walking into the stage while they were doing interviews. And then I also worked on the uh, the Man on the Street bits, and uh, I actually got on camera for one of them randomly. So when he would do a Man on the Street bit, like he'd be on the subway with a highlight scooper full of Skittles, for example. <laughs> yeah. And annoy everybody. What yeah. was your role in that? I'd have to then walk up to those people, whether they knew that there was a camera or not, um, and go, hey, do you mind signing this piece of paper so we can use your face on television? Yes. Uh-huh. After they just got covered in Skittles. Yeah. I uh, There was one incident. I don't, I don't know if you remember this bit, but he is wearing like a uh, like a weird-looking, realistic like dog face and like costume yes. walking around the pharmacy in New York City. Mm-hmm. And... 
I had to literally, and it was like at 9 a.m., so people were heading to work, and I had to, like, chase people down and be like, hey, do you mind signing this paper? And it's a whole ordeal, and most people don't want to do that when they're trying to get to work on Big time. shock. Big shock. Most people are not looking to be on a television show when they're walking down the street going to work. Yeah. It was not part of their plan. Yeah. But you did it. You're a, you're a, you're a good worker. You're a good worker. They all like you, H man. I hear I, I hear on the grapevine. That. I hear on the grapevine people work with you and they're like, You know who's a good guy? Your friend uh, H man. Well, I no appreciate joke. that. People I mean, tell me that. I meet a lot of people out here who know me strictly as H man just because of the show yeah. like this random And they work with you they work them. with you and they come to me and they say, He's a good guy. What I happened what that. happened to the other two is what they say. <laughs> They say, oh, no, don't do that. Don't they say they finally got it right. The third time's a charm, is what they say. Oh, geez. So, so what's um, going on with you, H-Man? Um, I mean, you know, just life is very busy at the moment. Um, you got a fancy job that we can't talk about. <laughs> you you yeah. got your career. You got your, you said you got engaged. Is that what you said? I did. Congratulations, of course. I told you, you that in real life, and I'll tell you now on the radio as well. I appreciate that. Congratulations, and you're you're um, you're a good guy. You're a good guy, H man. Thank you, Tom. You are too. I I, miss, I always miss seeing you. So whenever you come to visit, it's always a nice yeah. It's nice surprise. to see you. I miss you, H man. I'll see you soon. Yeah. Oh, I I had one last thing before. Oh, 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 oh what do you got? What do you got? It's, it's have you vague, given to the campaign? Have you given to the campaign for Puppet Puppet Man, of your brother? I have. How much did you give? Two dollars? No, no. I I I got I got the uh, I got the, the the signed thing, the signed uh, image, and then Olivia, my fiance, also put in money. So we've we've signed done it image. pretty generously. You, could, you couldn't get his autograph, your own brother. This guy wouldn't. I, this guy I wouldn't could, give his, his flesh and blood. I, wouldn't give I, give his flesh and blood an autograph for free. No, he he would, but I'm just trying to help him make his dreams come true. That's help true. Me that's with mine. true. I ordered the thing. I got the piece of the puppet. Ooh. See where he's going to cut off a piece of the puppet's face and send it to me. <laughs> yeah. I want the eyeball. I, yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll be home in a couple of weeks, so I'm, I'll maybe I'll be there for the cutting ceremony. I'll make sure you get a good piece. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, hey, hey H man, how are you? It's me, Wally Wacky Man. Oh, hey, Wally. I didn't know you were at the best show tonight. Yeah, I'm up here tonight. I'm coming by to talk about our Indiegogo. Yeah. Thanks for the support. <laughs> so what, what's going on? What else did, did you want to add to the, to tonight? I, I had a vape store that had been in my mind for weeks. I didn't get a chance to call in that night because I was working late. Tell me but about I just wanted vape. to say it. What is it? And this one, I feel like it's, it could be sort of obvious. It's the vape of water. Well, that's a, that's a pretty good one. Right? That is pretty good. Vape of water. So it would be like a fish man would work there? Yeah, you'd like, like the out front, they would have like a giant standee of the monster from the movie, but he's like, he's smoking a, like a vape, like an e-cig. Now, would the vaping thing, would they all taste kind of like, like, like brine? Oh yeah, you get like like an algae flavor and like yeah. you know, maybe you get some seafood flavors in there. Seafood like, like flavor, oysters. you get one that tastes like Mike like Michael Shannon's uh, 
hands because his arm got chopped off in that movie or something, or his hand got chopped. Oh, off. Okay, it tastes like one. Of I his never actually wound up seeing it. I just. You know what I'm going to say about that movie? I avoided that movie for the longest time because I'm like, yeah, that movie looks looks like a like a headache, right? Yeah. I watch it. I liked it. Well, I'll have to check it out. I liked it. What's your favorite movie this year, H Man? Oh, um, Bernie runs the marathon with Jillian Bell. Mm-hmm. Well, why is that? Because you work with it. her. What's that? Is that because you work with her? Because she's one of no, the 8,000 I mean, people that's, that's worked that's on that show reason. you work on? <laughs> no, I, I, had, I had heard a recommendation for it, and it kind of, it's it's a very funny movie, and it's also a very inspiring story. And since then, I I finally took the leap and uh, signed up for the gym uh, at the campus where we have our office. So I've, been, I've been going a few times good, every week. Good for you, buddy. Thanks. I tell you, you're the, you're the owner everybody likes. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Oh, it's true. Everybody likes Harry. Everybody likes half the people like Jason. Half the people don't like Jason. Fifty percent don't like Jason. Eighty percent don't like Zach. A hundred percent like. Look, I gotta give give him the business. I turned my show into an infomercial for his thing. I know, I I, I get it. And then he's still gonna complain about it. You know, I uh, I didn't mean to do the logo on the thing. And I'm gonna have to go. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I I've I, I love in the him. Past two where I couldn't tell if you were joking about things, but well, you know. Well, let me just tell you this, Harry. Yeah. I love you. I love you too, Tom. I would never be mean to you. I might tease you a little <laughs> bit, but you, I, anything yeah. I do with you is done with love. I would never. Thank you. I would never will, willingly try to hurt you. And if I did, you please tell me. Like that time you yelled at me <laughs> for posting on your fraternity Facebook page. <laughs> you screamed at me. And I was, it was, you were doing, you, you were 100% justified. I was 100% wrong. And you, you let me have it, and I took it because I was wrong by acting like a frat brother on your wholesome and community-minded frat page. And I posted stuff about how we were organizing a pro-hate speech meeting. And you just, yeah. you, you were just like, will you stop it? I'm trying to do this. This is my life. And I'm doing, and I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry, 100%. But you know how I feel about you, buddy. Okay? Yeah, I, I feel the same. I, I feel the I same way about everything. Zach. I feel the same way about Zach. I don't want to talk yeah. to him and tell him that. But he's here. <laughs> he hears this. He knows yeah. that. He knows it's true. And Jason, I feel the same way. Jason is the sweetest person, sweetest person walking this planet. I agree. All right, buddy. It was great talking to you, Tom, and I hope you have a good night. Okay, bye. Good guy, good guy. Final call. Best show. Hi. Hello. Hello, hi. Hi. Welcome to the best show. I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, It's Justin in Baltimore. Justin in Baltimore. What do you think we were talking about Baltimore earlier? Calzone? Do you Uh, think Cal Ripken uh, was ever approached by a Calzone business to open a place called the Calzone? I would say it's a shame if he hadn't been, but uh, I tuned in late this evening. Okay. 
It's all right. But, You're busy? You know, I... I stuff to do? I get it. Look, the show's yeah. not going anywhere. The show gets the show gets the show gets podcast. You fit it to your life. You you don't gotta you know, listen live. It's there for you. I, I get it. Listening to it live has been a treat, honestly. And that's someone who does not make it to the live listening often. So this has been great for me. I've never called. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you could finally call in. <laughs> have you uh, Have you heard this the the rumored fable about uh, Cal Ripken and uh, what's his name uh, Richard Gere? I have not. You know about this one? Apparently, there's, and I could be completely messing this up, but uh, apparently Richard Gere was caught with Cal Ripken's wife. And Cal Ripken Look, I don't, the house okay, sure. I, I don't know if this is true. This could be, so, this is, could be some flight of fancy. I'm not going to end up in court against Cal Ripken. Hey, yeah, yeah. I get a lawsuit from Richard Gere and Cal Ripken. Because some some caller called in and and besmirched their reputation. Fair enough. Well, you know, it's only besmirching Richard Gere. What's your favorite movie this year? Favorite movie this year? Avengers uh, Endgame. You know, it's been a bad year for getting out to movies. Mm -hmm. And uh, the ones that I've seen that have been uh, ones that people talk about, I've kind of scratched my head on. And the ones that I've liked have been odd ones. Like, I, I really enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw. It was uh, oh, I enjoyed that. very entertaining. Um, I enjoyed that movie what a lot. Like? Um, Ready or Not. I saw Ready or Not and uh, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on a double feature at a drive-in theater, and it was mm -hmm. incredible. Oh, but that's a great. I wanted, time, to, I wanted to see Ready or Not. I didn't get to see it. Was it good? It's. Is, you know, uh, it's, I enjoyed it. Is it thoroughly. fun? It's very fun. And it gets right to it, and it's like an hour and a half of just, People you killing know, each other. Entertainment. And, but uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. you know, I know there's been an ongoing saga between you and Mike about this. Yeah, he's always moaning I, about it. I loved it. Yeah, the me too. The people I yeah, was with yeah. hated it. Yeah, you know, they're they're dumb. And, and I mean, honestly, in what I should say, I love what I saw. Look, because the people that I was with, it, this better not be fake. You better early. not say an e-cigarette no. thing or something. No, 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 no. Uh, they, they, mm. so they asked if we could leave early because you know it was an outdoor theater and it was a little. Can a you little leave chilly. early? Yeah, walk home. Yeah, it walk. Was rough. Get walking. Yeah, I had a I had a little bit of a hard time with it because you know people were falling asleep. Not having a good time, and I was locked in. I'm, good, as, as well you should have been. It's a movie that ends with the the night of the Manson murders. Are you going to fall asleep? Yeah. Look, I'm not even going to say I, how many times I saw this movie. I'm not even going to say because people make fun of me. But trust me, I'm ashamed I haven't made it back. I understand this movie. I understand it. It's his best movie. I understand it completely. His that, last two, right? Well, not the last. The Hateful Eight was was perfectly fine. I liked it. Well, I just meant, did, didn't he say that this was his oh, last Oh, these are his movie? last two, yes. He has one more coming. Oh, okay. I hope he just makes I it about AP it. Mike. I hope his final movie's called, uh, I hope it's called, like, Mike Unchained or something. Just, uh. Mike. 
what if it's Shit called what if it's called what if it's called <laughs> what if Mike should just play a character in it, right? Would you be in it, Mike? If it paid well. This guy this guy was in the Kevin Smith movie. He got he got paid in cheeseburger a cheeseburger and he showed up proudly to be in that. If it paid well. See, yeah. I'd love to see a Tarantino uh biopic on AP Mike. If he the did AP Mike. Uh, like an adaptation of uh I this is what his uh, final movie should be. Once upon a time in Bayonne. Once upon a time in Bayonne, an adaptation. Wait, hold on. Why don't I do that? Wait, why am I not doing that, Mike? Mike, that's the that's it right there. We just hit it. What's that? Naked in Bayonne. Wait, what was that? Oh, that's right. Naked too. Where you're the you're the, you get the the trench coat shows up in a box. And you put it on and you become like the guy in, in Naked except for the being a rapist. You're not. That was a horrifying. It's funny how the stuff flew in movies like that. Hey, Naked, the guy's kind of a rapist and he walks around talking about life. And you get his, uh, his quirky, his quirky take on the world. This rapist walks around doing, it's like, really? That's, that's what we're doing with this character? Rapist? Yeah. Yeah. It's remarkable how no. so much stuff doesn't age so well. Once upon a time. Yeah, that should never have aged well. It was, oh, it's always horrifying. No. No, it's not, always. It's not like, it's not like sexual assault became, finally became creepy and, and wrong and violent and disgusting. Yeah. Even just, uh. That was 2004! Uh, Wasn't a problem back then. This is what I say. Oof. That movie. Once Upon a Time in Bayonne is the movie that we've got to make. It's AP Mike. Right? I'm in if you'll have me. Well, where do you live? Baltimore. Eh, you're too far away. You're not a local hire. Oh, three, three hours. Eh, you're not. You that McHenry Tunnel traffic? Nah, you're, you're talking you about can, four. You can cut the mileage. I'm going to say, first of all, that McHenry Tunnel, What what's the goal with that? To to feel like the movie Drive when you're going through it, so that's supposed to be the no. Drive experience, the sickly neon green colors. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's I I, I seldom take the that tunnel, and when I do, it's because I'm not paying attention to my GPS or you know whatever my phone's telling me to do if it's traffic. But yeah, I I, I agree. It's uh it's a little Once nothing a- like this. Stark reminder of being under the Chesapeake. Once upon a time in Bayonne, who should be in it? AP Mike, of course. Okay. Uh, does he? The guy AP from the Mike. guy from the Denture commercial. We'll get him back. <laughs> who else is famous from Bayonne? Uh, George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin should be in it. It should be. It should be that he goes back. To get revenge on the people that picked on him in high school. And AP Mike is the only person standing in between him and his revenge. Right? Do it kind of like Billy Jack. But with AP Mike stopping George R.R. Martin rolling into Bayonne. 
I think this is the movie. Who else is who else is from there? Frank Langella would be good in this. He could be he could be in it. He what if we got him to play um who could he play? Who's like a famous person from Bayonne? Bye. I got no one. Right. I got Amy Mike and this George sucks. R. R. I'm saying goodbye to you. I'm bored with this already. I want to go home. Everybody, you all know it. You'll love it. It's the best show. We've been doing it for a thousand and one years. We'll do it for a thousand and one more. And I say good night. I am a lineman for the county. And I drive the main road Searching in the sun for another overload I hear you singing in the wire I can hear you through the wine And the witches all
is about a few fun laughs, 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 good time, fun laughs, good time, fun laughs, good time, fun laughs, good time. About a few officially running for president of the United States and we are going to make our country great again. Bird of prey, bird of prey, flying high, flying high in the summer sky. Bird of prey, bird of prey, flying high, flying high, gently pass on by. So first question, uh, right off, right off the bat, saw it on Twitter yesterday. We shoot clerks three in May, hit somebody shoot September through Christmas, uh, in February, doing moose jaws, but after that, I smell a rat. Mall rat sequel, yes or no? Um, yeah. Yeah? 